What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 57, I think, of the No Mercy podcast. Banger, banger, banger. Aubrey Huff. I mean, that's enough. Aubrey Huff. Uh, phenomenal episode. Uh, we went a lot of different directions on this. So we did all the stuff you would expect us to talk about, right? Alpha male, beta male, fucking uh, all kind, all the censorship, Simone Biles, Olympics, all that. We started off talking about how, you know, feminism and the nuclear family and all that kind of stuff. Got into a little religion. But uh, we also got into some personal stuff where Aubrey told a couple of stories about his life and his battle with depression and anxiety and, and a lot of stuff I didn't even know as someone who's, uh, you know, very good friends with him. So uh, very, the, as usual, me and Aubrey get rocking like at the 30 minute mark, 40 minute mark. So that's where we started to just fucking just spitball for the whole end of the podcast. So we went in a hundred different directions, but it's, it's long. It's uh, exactly what you wanted. You guys want them longer. So, you know, every time I make them too long, Kurt and Debod tell me they want them shorter. And then every time I make them an hour, you guys tell me you want them longer. So I'm just going to fucking do what I want to do. And that's just talk until the fucking conversation's over. So uh, this was good. It, it was it was really good. Aubrey's amazing. Uh, I love him to death. You guys know that. I know you guys love him, too, even though he's probably the most hated man on social media because people don't like fucking outspoken alphas. But uh, make sure you give him a follow on Instagram uh, at Huff Daddy, H-U-F-F Daddy 76. And make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Aubrey underscore Huff. So Aubrey underscore Huff on Twitter, HuffDaddy76 on Instagram. And definitely make sure you go to alphaamerican.com uh, where Aubrey has his new clothing line. It's fucking awesome. We talk a lot about it. We go on a nice rant in the last like 20 minutes. So make sure you get to the end of it, um, the back end of it. And then I do a 10 minute rant at the end of that, uh, which you definitely want to check out, talking about my journey over the last... Um, two years and explaining a lot of questions that you guys ask me all the time on Twitter. Where are the threads? Why did you disappear? And blah, blah, blah. So this is on video. So make sure you get through the whole thing. All right. So don't just stop it. Uh, get through the whole thing, get all the way to the back end. But um, this is on video. We are on YouTube now. So no mercy podcast on YouTube. So go there, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the button, wherever the fuck it is, click, click the thing. Um, but subscribe to the podcast. We're going to be doing a lot more. So in the last 10 minutes of the podcast, I do explain the future of No Mercy and where we're going and what I have planned. So those of you that keep saying, I want more episodes and want more of this and more of that, it's coming. I'm following through right now. It's three in a row, right? Three podcasts in a row, three weeks, two monster guests. And I brought the old crew back for the first one for season three, Bobby and the Bod. So we had Larry Johnson on the last one. Make sure you listen to that. Uh, we dropped that video one five days late. So a lot of you haven't seen it. I know we had, you know, tens of thousands of downloads on the iTunes, but only a couple thousand on the YouTube page because it came out five, six days later. So if you want to watch, you should always watch the Larry Johnson um, podcast twice, always, because there's so many hidden gems when that dude speaks that you should always go through it a second time. I listen to him a second time. There's a lot of fire, you know, within there. Um, and it's a little more family friendly, that one too. I think I only cursed once on this one. I curse the whole show. So you get two different versions, but uh, make sure you go uh, to no mercy podcast, subscribe. And then we're going to be dropping a lot of new stuff, which I explain at the end of the podcast. Um, 
new little shows, uh, some financial stuff, some conspiracy stuff, some quick two minute videos. So make sure you uh, subscribe to be notified there. And then honestly, leave a review here. The reviews were amazing. I think I said this at the end of the show. The reviews were amazing on Twitter and Instagram and all that. Phenomenal. You guys absolutely crushed that. It was flooded with fucking, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And then I go to iTunes and there's fucking two and one of them says I suck. So leave the fucking reviews there too. Like, you know, go there, go to iTunes, go to these other places and leave the reviews. I love you guys to fucking death, but you know, leave them there too, where it actually helps our rating and helps us get seen and all that kind of stuff and drowns out the fucking haters. But um, this podcast was a lot of fun. We covered a lot of topics from Adderall to marriage, to censorship, to fucking you name it. It was covered in here. And uh, I do want to tell you guys, get over to alphaamerican.com. Go support Aubrey. His t-shirt line is phenomenal. It's fucking dope. It's fire. It's comfortable. It's it's awesome. It's, it's really awesome. He's killing it over there. So go support our dude. And we have a t-shirt line coming out next week. I didn't want to drop it this week with him coming on. I didn't want to overshadow his line there. Not that I would overshadow it, but it's it's our listeners. So I wanted to give him his his show here from the from the merch perspective. And you know, you should go there and support him. And then next week, I'll be telling you guys uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and on the YouTube page uh, where to go to get the merch that we've been teasing for about six months that is finally dropping. So a lot of awesome stuff on the horizon for you guys. Stay locked in, stay plugged in. I got a link tree on Instagram and Twitter. I talked about that at the end of the show. I don't even know what I fucking said and what I didn't say. I'm, my head's spinning at this point. But um, definitely get over to 4deepbets.com. No, I'll make this quick. Number four, deep bets. Number four, deepbets.com. I'm on fucking fire, guys. I'm, I'm out of control. I'm literally out of fucking control hot all the time. The whole year, fucking insane. So if you're new to gambling, uh, we have a ton of female subscribers over there at 4 Deep Bets. A ton, a ton of new people. We have probably 40, 50. You probably know some of them because there are a lot of the people from our conspiracy chat from back in the day. Um, but there's a lot of girls in there that are just learning this and killing it. They're playing fantasy. They're gambling on the Olympics. They're betting on baseball. We got football coming up, which is huge. Uh, we have the fantasy football draft guide coming up. I'm doing fantasy education. So we have a couple new hires. We have new tools. Tons of shit. It's less than $30 for a fucking week to try it out. Use code NOMERCY20. So promo code NOMERCY20. And you'll get 20% off anything there. You can get 29 bucks. You could try it out for seven days. Come in. If you fucking hate it, send me a DM. I'll refund the fucking money. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care. I just want you guys to try it out. Uh, see if you like it, whether it's fantasy football, whether it's DFS or whether it's gambling. But we are killing it. You don't need to have experience. We are there teaching people every day what a parlay is, how betting works. We have intro videos that we're dropping and I do live discords over there. So get over there and check it out. Use promo code NOMERCY20. This fucking chair won't stop squeaking. Uh, promo code NOMERCY20 for 20% off. But uh, that is it. Stop. Fucking chair. Uh, can you hear this? I don't know if you can hear this. It's fucking annoying. Anyway, Mercy without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 57 of the No Mercy podcast. And we have a fucking banger coming for you guys. The reunion party. Uh, me and Aubrey have stayed in communication, have been through a lot of ups and downs. But uh, <laughs> I think we haven't done a podcast together in like a year. No, man. Fuck, it's been more than a year, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been probably a couple of years. I, 
I, I, I'm a little nervous for this one today, to be quite honest with you, because I'm following up Larry Johnson. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, you talk about conspiracy theorists and going down the rabbit hole. Fuck, man. What following that guy? That is some pressure right there. Dude's a monster. Uh, he's he's phenomenal. And And one of the funny things is he has, you know, he's a big religious person like yourself. Um, and with his following, he he really doesn't want me to curse much on there. Right? <laughs> right. So he was so proud of me at the end of the podcast because I only cursed once, I think, the whole show. So on this one, I'm going to let it all out with you, Huff. So I'm going well, to. Well, well what's, interesting, what's interesting about that? You know, I think a lot of Christians are the same way. They don't like to cuss. Well, the way I look at it is when Jesus was back in the day, he called the Pharisees brood of vipers. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we don't use that type of language today. So, you know, if, if there was the word asshole back in the day, I would assume Jesus might have used the word oh, asshole. to Right. So it's the language is different. So basically, brood of vipers would be like calling somebody an asshole. Uh-huh. So, I, you know, that, that's that's how I justify it. And plus, <laughs> you know, I spent most of my career in a baseball locker room. So, yeah, exactly. yeah. so <laughs> it's, I can't help it. There's that, that's a sin. I just, can't Oh no, it. it's, it's beautiful. It's so fun to have friends in high places of different levels. He's got a lot of uh, younger followers that, you know, he, he wants to make sure there's a certain talk track on me and you don't give a flying fuck. And this is my chance. Cause I haven't done any YouTube shit, right? Like I've stayed off it for a while. And you know, that was the first one we did on YouTube. The ladies wouldn't allow me to not do YouTube on this one, Huff Daddy. There's no way. We yeah. got to be video. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm interested. I was really shocked yesterday to see that when you were just promoting this episode, mm-hmm. you were already censored on Instagram. Yeah, no, you. I, I don't know if it was me or you or what the fuck it was, but for those that don't know, I posted a picture of this fucking sexy monster and that you're looking at right now. And all it said was Tommy G, Aubrey Huff, uh, we're going to, you know, burn the house down or something like a radio term, like light the mics on fire. Whatever. And all of a sudden it got pulled for violence and harassment. And now that's what got you the burn yeah. the house down that got you. Apparently, I, 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 people, The only thing I, I can imagine, I didn't say anything on it. I just promoted that you're going to be here. Do you think Instagram and Twitter just has for people like you and I that really don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. what we post? Do you think there's an individual person at each one of these companies that watch just our post? Well, I will tell you this. So uh, I actually, when I got my Twitter deleted, as you know, you know, we were both booming at the same time, right? And I got up to, I think, a high of like 220,000. And I got my account deleted. And there was this guy, I won't say his name, but he's a porn star from Australia, right? Male porn star who is in my DMs interacting and cool fucking guy. And he's like, listen, I have a bunch of uh, porn models that have been deleted. I can get your account back. And I'm like, I don't think you're going to get my account back, brother. But I appreciate the try. He called all the way up. Now, keep in mind, when you're in the gay porn industry, a lot of the guys who work for Twitter and Instagram and stuff aren't going to admit that, you know, they're searching gay porn. So you have a secret (laughs) on that. He has blackmail on these guys. And these are fans of his. And he called the one guy. I would find the text, but it'll take a minute. And the guy said, let me work on it. I'll get it back by tomorrow. And he goes back. He goes, this person is pissed off some very powerful people. This is beyond my control. When I asked my supervisor, he looked at me like he was scared. So I know I have oversight. You definitely have oversight. So, yeah, I think there's a list of us that that they watch over personally to make sure we don't step too far out of line. It's it's a proud list to be on. I'm, I'll yeah. happily accept that. It's a it's a it's a it's an honor to be on that list as and- as a. Uh, Fellow, I guess, Trump supporters and all of us crazy, deplorable insurrectionists. 
And you, you, have you seen, I mean, I know I've seen your account because we were at a similar point and all of a sudden yours just fucking stopped, right? Like it just fucking stopped growing. Meanwhile, your retweets and and likes and action, you're trending all the time. So you're seeing the same thing. I've I've had 274,000 followers on my Instagram for the last year and a half. It hasn't gone up, hasn't gone down. I, I consistently get over 10,000 likes on each post, mm. over 500 comments. Uh, I, I've just now recently realized that uh, my followers can't share my stories. Yeah. There's no link to do so. So that, fuck, that, that kills growth right mm. there. But, and, you know, when you're running a bit, when you're running a business, um, you know, from yeah. home, of course, that's, that's your main revenue. I mean, since I started this company, man, with this t-shirt sales shit, man, it's been, it's been unbelievable the growth we've had and and i've been pretty censored i can only imagine how good it would be if if i wasn't i mean i think i think about the same thing with my sports business that it's like if if we didn't have that or if i still had my twitter if we weren't getting censored i mean everything would be 10x but your company is something that me and you spoke about i believe on the last podcast in the post show we were talking about getting into merch and getting into you know not, not even from a from a money perspective, when we first talked about it, right, we were like, we just want to make cool shit that's fucking alpha right. and manly and conspiracy and all that kind of shit because there's none out there. And you started alphaamerican.com. So before we get into the chaos, I want to talk about this because one, your designs are fucking awesome. Uh, the eat a dick shirt maybe is my favorite. <laughs> but I mean, you, know, you grab one, grab them in the pronoun by the pronoun right now. But the designs are awesome. Uh, tell me a little bit about this, like how you got into this. You see all the inventory behind you, who you're partnered with. And because, I mean, you're fucking killing it over there, man. And your stuff's really good. Yeah, dude, I, I've uh, I just crossed one hundred and twenty five grand in sales in three months. It's awesome. We just it's been crazy, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I'm doing this on my own. I've had this idea for about probably the last year and I've just kind of sat on it, uh, not really thinking anybody would buy them. Right. I, um, about three and a half months ago, I'm like fuck man i've tried so much shit you know since i retired throwing stuff against the wall i nothing has really given me any passion i haven't enjoyed anything and then i'm like you know what let's try this t-shirt thing made four shirts i did 50 shirts each 200 shirts as soon as i posted on my ig they were gone in an hour sold out it was unbelievable i'm like wow okay so i ordered a thousand more they were gone in like two days Uh i'm like well fuck maybe i got something (laughs) (laughs) and, and, and it just kept on going and now, now this madness behind me now, this is like my downstairs area. It's just a warehouse down here right now. Right. It's a, this is where me and my boys hang out. It's like a retail shop. It's a mess. But this idea was inspired really um, from cancel culture, Tommy. It's like, and I don't know if you remember last time we was on the podcast, we were discussing um, the the Giants when they uninvited me for the 2010 World yep. Series reunion. After being, I was, uh, after being a top 10 MVP. Bro, <laughs> I, hey. I was a I was a sleeping bear, man. I right. was retired. I had rid off into the sunset. I was enjoying my life. I was just chilling. And then you have the balls to uninvite me from my own World Series reunion, right. in which, like, I went. I would, like you said, I was seventh in the league in MVP voting that year for mm-hmm. the team. They don't win the World Series without me on that team, of course. And they knew my personality when I was there. I was very outspoken in the clubhouse. The same kind of guy you see today: fun loving, sarcastic, witty. You know, everything I say, you take it with a grain of salt. It's very dry and sarcastic. Right. And the ownership loved me. Right. You know, um, I'd walk around Nick in the clubhouse with female reporters there and just try and <laughs> see how much days. I could, yeah, see how, how, how hard I can embarrass them. I, yeah, I would walk up to the. You get arrested now. Yeah. So 
you know, and now when they when they finally called me and said, hey, honestly, Aubrey, we the uh, the board has decided unanimously that we can't have you come to the Giants reunion because of your outspoken uh, Twitter. It offends a lot of people. Um, and we've had a lot of backlash from fans. I'm like, wow, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. And, and I said, wait a minute, Larry. Larry Bear is the uh, Giants uh, president. Uh-huh. And I said, does this go deeper than that, Larry? Is this because I support Donald Trump as well? Of course. And he got really silent right, for like five or seconds. He goes, well, you know, obviously, you know, we, there's not a lot of Trump support up here, but that could have something to do with it. But mostly it's your offensive tweets. I'm like, so my beliefs, my First Amendment rights to speak my mind is doesn't count for you guys. And it's basically what he said. Yeah. And this is coming from the guy who basically beat his wife in public right. on camera. Right. So, you know, it's the no hypocrisy. It, hypocrisy is just yeah. amazing. It's 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 really unreal. And you were one of the first uh, first victims. I mean, that's when we started talking, right? Like we didn't know right. each other when you were playing or after that. You know, we basically just kind of ran into each other when I saw you saw you running around with the middle finger up saying, fuck this, I'm not taking it. And I was like, I'd like this dude when he played. I definitely like him more now. So, you know, and we reached out and connected and, and started uh, became friends and did some stuff together. But it's just it's just fucking insane how they can do that, right? Like the power. And we're seeing it get worse nowadays. And we're going to get into Simone Biles and, and all that. But I want to kind of start with the censorship. Uh, I'm a huge victim of it. I've lost, you know, every social media platform 20 times, including uh, what they're doing now for me, Aubrey. They're, they're wiping out all the payment processors at my sports company. So every three months, Stripe, PayPal, Square, they all just ban and we got to, you know, do it all over again. So that's fun. But with you, I mean, as far as do you ever get nervous because I know you just say whatever the fuck you want. I say whatever the fuck I want. Do you ever look at it from a perspective of, you know, how far can I take this? And when are they going to come for me? Especially now that you have a business and stuff. Like, does it change anything with the new laws and restrictions and all this? So it's tough to kind of wade that line and stay alive, but still be Aubrey Huff. Yeah, you know, I, it's interesting. People ask me that all the time. And my Twitter, I'm a little bit more uh, over the top on my Twitter. Because if I lost that big fucking deal, it's not really that great of a platform yeah. to promote. I do get sales from Twitter, but not as much as I do on IG. Um, IG is more of the uh, the business platform. But yeah. you know what's scary about the censorship going on in the world today? You know, like you said, me being canceled, it really hit home how big of a story this is um, across all platforms for conservatives in general. It's not happening to anybody on the left. No. And what's terrifying is if they can take out the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world, and, and censor him, that's that's unlimited godlike power. That is scary what they can do. And to be quite honest with you, I'm I'm absolutely shocked that I still have an IG account and a Twitter account. I mean, I've been banned on Twitter quite a bit, but I, it comes back. It, it's never been deleted yet, but it's it's uh it, it's kind of surprising that I haven't been. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think a lot of I think you have enough haters. Right. Like, I think that's part of it, because you have a lot of people who, you know, come at you all day. Right. And oh, they're 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 the prototypical day. beta male pussies. That's right. That's that's why I call my company Alpha American. I think we're battling this soy boy, um, soy drinking, hybrid driving man, bun wearing, skinny jean wearing motherfuckers that are ruining this country. They all work in Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Right. And, and that's part of my brand. I love America. I'm pro God. I'm pro country and I'm anti beta male. Right. Yep. We need more alpha males in this country. And that's a, what, a lot of what my brand stands for. And, and that's I think your haters are helping you stay alive. 
honestly, because I think <laughs> I think the fact that there's so much vitriol along with the love, like keeps them going. All right. You know what? When he says something like this, at least it's being pounded with hate. Right. Sometimes. So they're probably a bots coming at you that they're sending to you to keep you neutral. So it might not even be the worst thing that got all these fucking cucks, you know, coming for your head all the time. No, no, you you want what they say, bad press is good press, and you don't want everybody to love you. I think if you have everybody that loves you, yeah, you're absolutely, if you yeah. don't have haters, you're doing it wrong. So yeah. you you want that that good versus evil. You want that pull. It, it's it, If you're always, I can't stand accounts or people that are always posting motivational bullshit every day. I can't, I can't, I, I'm happy 24-7 bullshit. No, you're not. Nobody's happy 24-7. You're fucking lying. These these influencers that are traveling the world, look at my happy life. It's all phony bullshit. And that's why I think so many people are struggling mentally and being unhappy today because they're they think that wow, this person's life's so good all the time. Why yeah. can't I be happy? They're fucking lying to you. Dude, I we have. fuck half these girls. Like I've fucked half these influencers on there right. that I see. And it's like you sit with them privately and they're crying over how much their life sucks. And they hate their, they got a perfect body and a perfect face and they're afraid to get naked because they hate themselves. And meanwhile, on Twitter, they're this inspirational fucking mega influencer. And it's just, you know, it's all fucking fake. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're popping Molly at night. And, exactly. And, yeah. And banging, bang, bang banging rich old guys. And then the next morning they wake up on the rich guy's yacht posting, my life is great. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag freedom. I, boss bitch. Come on. Living my best Fuck. life. Yeah, yeah. I, you're a boss bitch. You're, you're <laughs> suck, you, you just suck grandpa's balls all night for that fucking instant fucking yacht pick. Give me a break. <laughs> the uh, My favorite thing about it is the new thing. And you probably experienced this. So this new fucking uh, women are oppressed shit right and i think right. people get it twisted with us i mean we spoke about this last time your dad was fucking murdered when you yeah. were a kid okay my dad left when i was 10 we're mama's boys right like I, i've yep. been a mama's boy my whole life i am very against putting your hands on women being disrespectful to women blah 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 me and you are the same with that we're cut from the same exact cloth except we're not fucking cucks so if we see some dumb shit going on we're going to call it out and what I'm seeing right now with this female oppression, how they're so oppressed and the women can't succeed, especially in the sports industry, which we both live in a lot more than most. I mean, I see nothing but $200,000 a year female gambling touts and sportscasters crying about how women can't make it when the only reason they're there is because they have tits. You right. know, so it's talk to me about how tough it is to be respectful to women and be loved by women and protect women, but also have to call out the fucking hypocrisy all day. Well, I think, you know, here's what a lot of people say to me that Aubrey, you're such a misogynist. You hate women. No, I, I I'm, I'm anti-feminist. Yes. I absolutely love a, a, a good conservative woman who knows her place in this world. Right. Who, like women back in the 20s and 30s, right? I believed in marriage back then before the government got involved. The government, when the government gets involved, they fuck up everything. Yeah. Back in the day, my grandma's grandpa's day, they were mar married 70 fucking years. There was no prenups. There was no all this shit, women, uh, boss bitch shit back then. The woman was so happy to have a man that went out, brought home the bacon. She loved staying home, nurturing the kids. She had food on the table. And she was happy in doing so. And then all of a sudden come this radical feminist movement, right? Where women deserves, you know, as much as a man when they do 
not even as close to the most dangerous work. They're not on the front lines of battle. They're not doing construction work. And men, men die all the time in the workplace and jobs women won't do. And so all this feminism comes along. And now you have marriages to where the gender, I believe, roles are being reversed where the man is to be dumbed down, to be stay home, support her dream and let her grind. And she's miserable because that's not what in her DNA. She's out there trying to make this boss bitch thing happen, right? And in her DNA, she just wants to stay home, raise children and be happy. And you're seeing so many of these 30, 40 year old professional, professional businesswomen miserable, making a lot of money. Why are they miserable? Because that's not in their DNA. Yet, and their husband is sitting at home as a caged lion, fulfilling the role of a woman. So you're seeing the gender revolt, uh, roles reversed, and it's destroying, it's destroying, I think, marriages. It's destroying even um, women, women's uh, inherently their DNA, right? Like, that's what they're meant to do. That's, and now with sports, I, you want equality? And <laughs> what's happening now? You're seeing men. Average men who would be nothing in the world turning into women's sports, right? Lifting weights and, mm -hmm. and dominating, right? Yeah. I mean, you, be careful what you ask for, ladies, yeah. you know, for equality. Now you're going to have all these men coming in. Well, how interesting would it be, though, Tommy? I, I think it'd be a great business move for the WNBA to have men transgender over into uh -huh. WNBA. It might probably already have half, uh, a couple in that league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still yeah. need to see Brittany Griner naked before I believe that. But, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, no, it's true. It's these movements go too far, right? Like they take it too far. And, and you touched on a couple of things. One, the nuclear family, right? The, the man goes out and hunts and brings home the bacon and the woman nurtures and takes care of the children. I'm all for Listen, most of the girl, I mean, I talked to Cynthia Freeland and tons of other uber successful females who are on the NFL network, killing it, doing an absolute fantastic job. And they've basically said, yeah, I'd love to have kids one day. I'd love to have that. But my career right now, this is what I'm trying to do. And, and that's fine. Bet. That's awesome. All for it. But I will tell you this, that most of the girls that I speak to who are successful, um, they want to work, but they also want a man to take care of them. And that yeah. is part of it. That is my, I will not have my, I won't get married, but my significant other who raised my children, whenever that day comes, I will not have her out working a nine to five. That will not happen. Like in my world, I'm not saying it's not okay. It will not happen in my fucking world because my kids will be critical to me and I want them having their mother with them to instill them and raise them and make sure that they're not raised by these liberal cuck teachers in middle school and getting raised by nannies and nurses. So that's important in my world. If that's not okay to you, fine. We're alpha men. I'm Italian. We both grew from the same fucking roots where man takes care of woman and woman is respected and treated like a queen. It's yep. not man takes care of woman and then woman is a piece of shit. Like, no, your, your girl is your queen. Yeah, that's how it is. Th this happy wife, happy life nonsense. Fuck out of here. I mean, they can fuck off. Right, right. It should be happy, you know, couple, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you bring it up. You know, I've been, I was married 11 years, bro. I've been through that divorce machine. I was married 11 weeks. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> no, the hell you say. True story. Living with you, living with you and I, man, it can't be easy. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it, to me, marriage today, it's just, it's become a business, right? Yeah. And for, for women um, that, that have, they offer really nothing but their looks, right? And looks fade, right? Um, and a lot of guys are falling for the bullshit, right? Like I, I, I preach all the time 
And I think that's where I get a lot of hate from women because women hate it when you're onto their psychology. Yes. Right? right. And uh, I'm like, gentlemen, if you choose to, for whatever reason, I don't know why you would in this day and age, get married, please spend the extra money to get the best attorney you can to get that prenup done to where it is so fucking ironclad that if it's, uh, if you get divorced on Mars, you're still okay. Right. Yeah. Cause all there's different States and where you sign your print, it's all fucking so technical, man. And you know, like I said, man, women, they have so much fun in their twenties, right? They get to 30 like, well, they reach this epiphany stage, right? I'm not in the twenties anymore. My party days are kind of over. I need to start settling down. Let's go find the rich guy. Mm-hmm. Right. They'll fuck the alpha male behind the beta male. They'll get the beta <laughs> male rich guy while they still have their fun with the alpha male. Right. Right. I, I, bro, I'm 44 years old. I see this shit all the time. You yep. have no idea. I go many, through it. I go dude, through it. How many women have boyfriends that throw themselves at me? Husbands that throw themselves at me. I don't fuck with that husband shit, dude. You're, right. I mean, it's, but it's amazing how many women try and they're the same ones. They're posting their happy pics on social media, but they're yeah. saying, I got yeah. a great life, but they're yeah. trying to hit on me behind I mean, closed well, I mean, well, they're, they're, they're puffing on Huff Daddy behind the scene. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. They, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's all fucked up. This whole entire world is just completely backwards and asinine and fucked up. And it's kind of like the Trump movement, right? Like there's the silent majority, like there was with Trump, right? We used to get it all the time in our DMs. You know, no one would say publicly, but they'd thank us privately for being their voice. Uh, it's the same thing, I think, with a lot of the women out here who were like, you know, we can't go out and say it, but yeah, I'd love to have an alpha male who takes care of me and, you know, and, you know, helps me start my own business from home rather than me having to go out nine to five and leave my kids at the house. Like they won't say it, but that's that's really what every girl wants. So I'm a supportive man who would rather you be home with the kids and I'll help you with the business or you can run your business, but let's not separate you from the most important thing in our lives, which would be that child. Well, there's a flip side of this coin too. I'm not just talking, I'm not bashing women this entire show. I'm going to start talking about men too. Oh, we're look, kill, man. Look, look at these fucking guys, guys in the world today. I, I, it's, it's absolutely insane what's going on in this world. And, and I don't really blame the, the guys. There's an attack on masculinity. It's been happening since they were in school. We see in public school, what, when you're a young boy, right? Right now, what's happening with young boys in school, and let's be honest, the majority of teachers are all female and, and liberal and liberal. And, and you have liberal female, basically feminists raising, teaching your boys in these public schools, you know, five years old, six years old, seven years old. These boys have testosterone as they get older, raging through their veins. Mm-hmm. They're rambunctious. They want to compete. They're aggressive. They're loud. That is in their DNA and yeah. they, they can be loud and, and they can be a distraction in class. No doubt about that. But what's happening is now the teacher will say, well, little Johnny, let's bring the teachers in and have a meeting. Little Johnny's being a little bit too aggressive and loud in class and he's become a distraction. It's a problem. So I think you need to take him in to get him checked out, take him to the doctor. The doctor says, yeah, he's got ADD. They'll pump him full of Ritalin or Adderall, this shit mm-hmm. he doesn't need. Right. When little Johnny is a little boy and all he needs to do is go outside and get more exercise. He needs to run around more and let right, out yeah. like a fucking dog. Right. When you right, get right. a baby dog, you need to fucking run it. You can't sit nine, 10 year old boys in a classroom like a girl. We're, they're completely different. Girls will pay attention more than boys at that age. We are fucking up our kids from the boys from the youngest age. And then you get into high school and then you're these liberal colleges. And it's nothing but a liberal indoctrination. I tell my boys all the time. They're 12 and 10. 
I said, guys, I don't really care. Give a fuck if you got to go to college. It's overrated. It's Stupid. overrated. I'll, I'll go as far as to say it's the worst thing you can do. Absolutely. Like if I'm a CEO of a company and I'm, I'm hiring people to come in and you're a guy, you walk in and you're this fucking skinny, nerdy guy with glasses and you have a 4.5 from Yale and you walk into my office, you're looking down. Hello, Mr. Huff. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, you're you're timid, limp wrist. limp wrist. You're not looking me in the eye. You may have all the computer shit going on. I don't know. But you have no social skills. I'm like, well, you're definitely qualified, but I don't know if I can work with this guy. Right. I wouldn't want to come to work with this guy every day. He's out. On the flip side, you have a guy that comes in from University of Miami. He's got a 2.3. He's looking at me in the eye. Mr. Huff, you know, I got to be honest with you. I don't know much about this job, but I always been the kind of guy that dives in head first. I'll grind it out. I'm a social butterfly. Um, I, I feel like I could sell fucking ice to an ketchup, ice yeah. ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves, right? <laughs> and, you know, and and he's looking at me. He gives me a firm, a firm handshake, dude. That guy's getting hired all fucking day. Yep. I don't give a shit if he even has a college education or a high school education for that matter. So you know that's. And so you're having this attack on masculinity all the way up through the, the the family court system. And look at white, straight Christian males today. That is their target, right? I, I believe the target is to take out those men, um, not, not just white, all, all alpha men in this world. Today. Mostly white. The, the, yeah, <laughs> mostly They're coming white. for us. Yeah, but, but, we had a good but, run. They're coming for us now. But if you can take out that huge, huge majority of those guys who love the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, who mm -hmm. carry guns, mm -hmm. you take those fucking guys out, neutralize them, make them weak, censor them, then you can control the fucking world with no problem because there's nothing these skinny soy boys are going to be able to do about it. Nope. And here's the, here's the thing right here. I posted a couple things on Twitter. Uh, this is from Disclosed.tv. Justin, Facebook, Twitter, Microsoft, YouTube, and other big tech companies will now add content to shared counterterrorism key database, aiming to crack down on material from white supremacists and far-right militias. Uh, I was on the phone with Crystal Tini. I don't know if you know her from Instagram, but we were talking about this two days before this drop. And she's like, what happens next? And I was like, babe, I'll tell you what happens next. They're going to basically just officially start deeming our speech, terrorist speech, not just talking about it. Now that they have the House and they have the White House and they have Congress, and they have all that. They're going to start deeming us terrorists and start criminalizing our speech. And that's all to come after the alpha white male. They need us to shut the fuck up. They need the dudes in Alabama to shut the fuck up with the guns. They need the Aubrey Huffs to shut up. They need the Tommy G's to shut up. And until they get us to shut the fuck up, they tried deleting us and censoring us and shadow banning us. But we're still finding ways out there. They're just going to start fucking criminalizing our speech and knocking at the door and uh you better pray well, you're too aid yeah you know it's yeah i don't know if you kept up what's going on here in california but gavin newsom just came out two days ago and said that every healthcare worker and state worker um he mandates that they get vaccinated the fucking gall the arrogance of that statement that you have that kind of a power to make everybody that's that to, to get vaccinated you know how many people have messaged me privately like, aubrey what do i do i'm a state worker i'm a, I'm a mm -hmm. nurse i don't want this thing I'm like, get a fake vaccine card. That's all I can think of. It's the these fucking assholes that pissed me off more than anything. Where you are forcing a jab in the people that it's not even FDA approved. You don't know right. what's in it, right? Uh, it's there's definitely an agenda to this. The end game, I don't know what it is, but it's definitely sinister. And when I saw that, and then the uh, Todd Gloria 
He's got fucking pronouns in his bio. He, his, whatever. Number one is, side is, of the is, is, is our is our mayor here in San Diego said uh-huh. that he's going to give governmental uh, or mayor mayoral, mayoral. something whatever control or some shit control to any restaurant who denies anti vaxxers. So it's 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 absolutely an attack on our freedom, and that. Those two things combined that day pissed me off. And it made me say, you know what? I'm tired of tweeting about it. Uh-huh. I'm tired of making posts about it on Instagram. I'm, I, I realize I'm part of the problem. It's all talk, talk, talk. There's no fucking action. I'm like, fuck this. So I just got off the phone that day with a bunch of Republican friends of mine here in San Diego. I'm going on OAN News next week. I'm going on KUSI, their lead um, local station here nice. in San Diego. And I'm announcing a big rally here in Southern California. And I'm going to get a fucking microphone. I'm bringing in some heavy hitters to speak, and we're going to go after it. I'm tired of this shit. When's that? Um, we're, we're organizing right now, the time and place this week. Um, I'll know something here within uh, by next week for sure, but I'll keep you posted for sure. Is it possibly the end of August, or is it going to be anything before it, or after? I, I, we're definitely shooting for uh, mid-August, actually. actually okay. uh, yeah, probably mid-August. It's, it needs to be quicker than than later. Okay. Um, the only we, may, we may not have a country here. Uh, right. I was here anymore, say, but, but in two weeks. There's more of it. Right. Yeah. yeah for uh, sure. The only reason I'm asking is like, I think I'm going to be out there in Denver. I'm playing in this uh, big tournament out in Denver. So I think I'm going to be out that way and stop in California. So maybe I'll time it around that. But that's awesome. I mean, that's the type of shit that needs to be done right now because the bottom line is you're in the same exact spot as me. You have Newsom and whatever that other fucking cuck you just mentioned was. I have uh, Cuomo <laughs> and de Blasio over oh. here. I mean, I don't know if you saw what de Blasio said the other day. Um, maybe I'll patch the clip in right now if uh, if our producer could do it. But he basically said that we're going to come shake people down, knock on doors, bring you like like talking like he's a fucking mafia head. Like, bro, I dare you to show up at my that, oh, Cuomo, not Blasio. Cuomo well, said, de Blasio's yeah. was worse. Cuomo mm. oh, said, really? yeah, Cuomo said, let me see if I can get de Blasio's and play it here for you. I mean, this dude swears he's like. He's like uh, the godfather or something. Uh, let me see if I can play this so you can. And the funny thing is, these guys say this shit, and they won't be the ones knocking on your door. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Here, see if you can hear this. Hold on. And look, I'm a parent. My kids went to New York City public schools. If my kids were going to school in September, I would be running to get them vaccinated right now. And and like oh. was said a moment ago, you we used to do this as parents all the time for a variety of vaccinations. We've got to shape people at this point and say, come on now. We tried voluntary. You know, we could not have been more kind and compassionate as a country. Free testing everywhere you turn. Incentives, friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. We can keep doing those things. I'm not saying shut it down. I'm saying voluntary alone doesn't work. So, I mean, you're coming out trying to say the voluntary phase is over. Bro, I was seeing red last night because now I'm like, you know, like I'm trying to like stay low key and, you know, stay under the radar, but over the radar and, you know, find my place where I don't get wiped out, but I can still have my voice. Bro, last night I had to fucking literally put the phone down, turn it off and take a walk. Because yeah. I was like, I'm going to get my, they're going to show up at my door for another reason right now if I don't fucking get away, get out of this house. Here's, here's what they're going to try to end up doing. All these people getting vaccinated, it's destroying their immune system. They're going to mm-hmm. start like getting really sick from just the there they are. cold. Yeah, yeah. The people are already dying from taking the shot. Yep. So two years down the road, you're going to see mass deaths from this, I believe. Yeah. 
And what are they going to do? They're going to blame it on the un, the unvaxxed people. They're still making this go around, right? It's a big lie. And what they're doing right now, they're, they're, they're making these people so afraid that have gotten the vax that they're wanting everybody unvaxxed to get the shot. And they're backing us unvaxxers into a wall. Uh-huh. And by by and large, most conser- their most conservative people are not getting the vax. That's right. true. Because we're fucking smart. Right. Right. And we do our own research and we don't believe everything the government tells us. We don't believe the government cares about our health. So they're backing us into this corner. And when you back the fucking bear to a corner, don't be surprised what happens, right? It's going to bite. You you come at me and my kids with a fucking forced vaccination. I don't give a fuck who you are. It will be a hill that I will die on. Yeah. Gladly. Gladly. The, the, The arrogance of these skinny, old, beta male, Motherfucker, <clears throat> to be telling me how I should live my life. You you work for me, motherfucker. I don't think yeah. people understand that, right? Nope. We don't work for the government. People don't understand that. And we outnumber each government official 10,000 to one. There's yep. 10,000 Americans, every government official. There is no reason these motherfuckers should scare us. No. And, and by and large, everybody that is vaccinated, um, typically, they're probably more leaning liberal, right? Uh, Obviously, they live afraid. They're scared of everything. So if there ever became a time where you really want to force feed a fucking vaccine on people that don't want it, I guarantee you, you'll lose. Yeah, you won't. You won't win that war. Yeah. So um, and I feel like that's what they want. They want it when they want this war so they can continue to divide and conquer and continue to push their evil agenda behind closed doors. Why we fight each other. What we need to do is start waking up more people. But some some. Most people are so fucking lost. There's no waking them up. Yeah. And unfortunately, I. but there are some people out there I think we can still unite, come together and fight the real enemy, which is the evil satanic elites that are in power, our government, the people behind that are puppeteering these people. Yeah. That's the real problem. I'll tell you this um, with the vaccine. We know what the agenda is. We won't go into it, you know, in depth because everyone has their own opinion on it. All we need to know right now on, on this show is that you know, you know that there's a fucking evil agenda, right? They're not forcing this shit down our throats because there's not something that they need done, whether it's population control, whether it's weakening the alphas, whether it's, you know, putting chips in our bodies. Like no one knows the answer to what it is. We know it's something extreme. We know it's hurting our immune system. We're starting to see the numbers come out, even from fucking NBC News is saying, you know, we're starting to notice that vaccinated people actually have the same load of COVID 2 SARS as unvaccinated people, and they're they just flip and flop and flip and flop. So we've been telling everyone the vaccine vaccine isn't going to do anything for you. You could still pass it. You could still get it. It does nothing. And they said no, it doesn't. Now that they want to mask us back up again, now they're coming to our side saying, "Well, the vaccine isn't enough. We need to mask you and lock you down again." And the fact that people don't see this puppeteering that's going back and forth, the only way we, the only reason we see it so clearly is because we don't trust and hate these people to begin with. So we are immediately a little worried about them and do more research. So when you're more trusting, you research less. When you're distrusting, you research more. So it's not necessarily, like you said, Aubrey, it's not really Republicans don't want it and liberals do. It's more, we don't trust the fucking government. So we looked into it and there's some fucked up shit and they do. So they just went along with it, but they're starting to see it. My mom and other people who you know, really think I'm nuts, but our conservatives see it. But I'm starting to see my liberal friends who I just pound on about the vaccine start to go, you know, it is kind of weird. Why are so many people with the vax going to the hospital? So they'll eat their own tail. 
shortly. And I think that'll wake people up. Well, I mean, uh, you know, a true pandemic, right? A true pandemic, you're going to walk outside and you're going to see fucking bodies dead on the ground, yeah. right? Where, you know, and you won't need a marketing campaign to get people vaccinated. People would be running, lining up to get a vaccine at yep. that point. We're not seeing that, right? So what are they doing? They're marketing this fucking vaccine. And what I believe, Tommy, what they're doing is they're targeting low-income communities, mm-hmm. right? Minorities, um, mm-hmm. poor people, uneducated people. What do what the elites want? They want depopulation. And so they target these, these demographics, right, to get them vaccinated. And my theory on this is um, you just can't shoot somebody up and just kill them instantly. That's too obvious. No, it would be too obvious. Right, right. So what they're putting into this vaccine, I think, is it's making people sterile over time. They won't, be able, they won't ha- be able to have children. And so these people that are having tons of children for food stamps, things of that nature, that's naturally being taken out. And over time, population control goes down. Mm-hmm. That's not that obvious, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the agenda. And uh, it's it's pretty obvious if you look at it. And, you know, people call me conspiracy theory. I used to think Alex Jones was a crazy motherfucker. I'm like, this guy is insane. And he needs to go to therapy. But as you look back at all the shit he said over the last five years, he's been dead on about everything. Yep. Everything. So you call, call <laughs> your friends calling you a conspiracy theorist. Just me a conspiracy theorist. You know what? Just wait six months. Right. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. That's what I always you know, say. Right. It's, I, have, it's I, have, crazy. I have, I have two shirts that are, that are actually in print right now. Uh, one is you call them conspiracy theorists, theories. We, we call them spoiler alerts. And yeah. the other one is yeah. the difference between the truth and the conspiracy theory is six months. But the funny thing is this, what you just said about them attacking, and this isn't fucking racist, you idiots. This is, they do attack blacks, Latinos, poor communities, the hood. They do attack old people because if you look at it, uh, me and Aubrey, me and you have talked about this. We run life like a business, right? Everything's a business decision. Is this friend worth keeping in my life? You know, what right. are the pros and cons? How does this yeah. way this a marriage, a business, everything's a business decision, right? This, so think about how far the government takes that, right? When, yeah. who do you want to eliminate if you're running America, the business, right? You want to eliminate first the old people who are eating off the society, right? They no longer contribute. They can't work anymore. These are the people who built America, but guess what? For the people with no souls, they look at them saying from 70 to 100, you're useless to me. You're just yep. eating off the government. Kill them, right? Then who's the next people? Well, the poor people. We want them to fuck out because, like you said, welfare, food stamps, we need them to fuck out. And then, honestly, the sterilization part of it, we don't want them producing more children because we don't want more poor children. So we want to wipe out that lower class. We want to wipe out the old people. And no one thought it was fucking weird that this is the first virus in the history of the free world that didn't affect kids. Like no one thought that was odd. The weakest immune systems of anyone, two-year-olds, one, none of the kids were getting any of this, but 60-year-olds were dropping dead left and right. Like you got to be like literally retarded to not see that. The, 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 what I've always maintained, and I, I don't understand this line of thinking if, you know, when this thing came out, I'll be honest with you, when this first came out, I was a little creeped out. I'm like, holy shit. Everyone was. Yeah, of well, course. Well, this is crazy, right? My yeah. kids are going, my kids are like, what do I tell you to school? And I not to the cut NBA. you there, uh, but people need to understand that. We didn't start doubting this thing. We started right. going, what the fuck? Are we going to die? Right. I, yeah. was ter- I was terrified. That's I'm like, holy fuck. For people to know. Yeah. Two, two, two weeks into this, uh, you know, slow spread, stay inside. I'm like, fuck yeah. Absolutely. I'll stay inside. Fuck yeah. this. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't want to see anybody. Okay. I isolate. I isolated the shit out of myself for two, almost a month. 
Right. And I was pro mask. I'm wearing this mask. I'm like, oh, my, holy fuck. You're a little freaked out. And, Keeping the and, dog away from you. Yeah. And then I, then I realized people aren't really dying. I'm not right. seeing that. Right. And then I'm seeing the flu numbers go down, like completely eradicated. The God. flu goes away magically. I'm like, God. what the fuck is going on? Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. It, two plus two wasn't equaling four anymore for me. So I'm going, whoa, whoa. So I start doing my own research. I'm looking around. I'm asking questions. I actually, and I realize this is all just a big show, smoke and mirrors for control. And I talked to a friend yesterday and she had told me that she contracted COVID and she has it right now. And she goes, Aubrey, I, I, I feel like I have a hangover. Yeah, I can't really smell anything. I don't feel right. awful. I'm just, I, I'm banged up. I feel like I have a hangover. That's it. Right. And I said, so, okay. So she asked what, the doctor, what variant do I have? And the doctor goes, um, you have the COVID-19 variant. <laughs> I, she goes, what about the Delta? And she goes, well, the doctor said to her, there is no test for the, the, Delta, the, the Delta variant. So uh, where they're getting these, there's no test for the Delta variant. So where are they getting these numbers for this scary new Delta variant? How it's spiking. It's the fucking nonsense because there's no test for it. It's made up. It's bullshit. And so people don't know that. The media can go on there right now and say, oh, my gosh, there's the killer variant. It's coming out. It's going to kill and people will buy it. Right. And it's just a made up bullshit. And the more you can feed people the fear on TV. It, let, let me let, I maintain this, too. You get rid of social media. Uh -huh. You get rid of television. Nobody knows there's a fucking coronavirus going on. Nobody. No, no. They just think it's a bad flu season. Yeah, bad flu that's season. All right. Yeah, that's all. That's all. No one would have any fucking idea. And the funny thing is they uh, they, they predicted this. Like, is everyone fucking lost their minds? They literally told us a year and a half ago, by the way, there's going to be another variant that comes out. And I was like, oh, let me guess. It's going to hit right during flu season. When flu season starts, you're going to, you know, by the winter of next year. Yeah, because flu season starts the winter of next year, asshole. Once we yep. get into August, September, that's when flu season starts. And that's when you're going to see the, the Delta bullshit fly up because they're going to take the flu numbers and just scare you more. And then you'll see the Lambda variant. It's like a fucking fraternity, you know, like fucking this is what do they call Delta, Lambda and Beta variants are the next ones that are coming. But I mean, it's, it's all fucking nonsense, bro. These people need to stop. And now they just came out the CDC and said they want people to stop using that. What was it called? PRC or PCR testing or whatever the fuck it was, whatever sticking the yeah. thing up your nose. They want people to stop using it because they're having difficulty distinguishing between COVID and the flu. Right. I'm like, they're admitting it that yeah. for a year and a half, they've been using something that was declaring the flu is going like. Dude, in, in a world right now that is ran by fear and propaganda and nonsense and people are going batshit crazy. And there's a lot of depression, anxiety. People don't know what anything about, you know, what's going to happen in the future. There's a lot of uh, uncertainty for our future. And it's a scary time right now for people. And for me and, and you, Tommy, I don't know about you, but what a time to be alive. Ah. Well, I mean, this is so, to me, this is exciting shit. You're right ah. in the middle of the fight. You kind of see, oh. as I, I, me and you, I know we see, we see there's something big about to happen. Mm -hmm. I can feel it in the air. Mm -hmm. And I'm a Bible believing type Christian guy. You know, I believe in revelation and end times and things of that nature. So as Larry Johnson does too. And I see everything in revelation kind of adding up to what we're seeing right mm -hmm. now in the end times, right? We're, 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 I think what's happening is these globalists right now behind closed doors, they're using this to bring upon their global agenda, their one world mm -hmm. government.
Yeah. We're seeing the, the one world currencies coming with the Bitcoin. You see yeah. that trending up, right? Yeah. So all these things are lining up to, and when you start seeing those things, when you, and even in the Bible, it was said that, uh, I, don't, I don't know verses and shit, I can't quote you the verses, but mm -hmm. I know what it says. The end times will come when evil is considered good and good is considered evil. Well, fuck, man. We're living in those times right now, now, right? Right? Where, you know, it's, it's, it, you're hailed a hero if you cut your dick off, become a woman, things of that nature, right? <laughs> or and quit the Olympics. Happens, right. Or, or, or pedophiles are getting released out of prison because, yeah. or, or they're trying to legalize it. We're literally, literally living in like fucking uh, evil times right now. We're days right before Noah's, Noah's flood, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's coming. And it's, it's, to me, that's exciting. Right. As yeah. a Christian, as a Christian, there's nothing for me to fear. That's why I'm so outspoken. I don't live my life in fear. Right. And I feel like the only way that you can really discern the truth and see things for what they really are to see past the lies, the smoke and mirrors of the satanic elites is if you have a relationship with God and you have a Holy Spirit. Right. Now, do I talk like a Christian? Not the typical Christian. No. Mm -hmm. And my edgy. Absolutely. And what I think society is fucked up. Uh, the, today with Christianity, especially with men, and they've made it where Jesus doesn't look compelling for anybody to follow. Mm -hmm. What a society, what do they painted him as? This meek and mild, turn the other cheek, soft, feminine beta male who has children sitting on his lap reading bedtime stories. Right. That's not who Jesus was. He was, he had righteous anger, whipped money changers out of the temple when he was pissed. He fought. He was a carpenter. I guarantee you, he was jacked as fuck. He was the alpha, <laughs> alpha, alpha male. You best believe He would have bought one of your shirts. Absolutely. He'd have the alpha shirt. Ameri AlphaAmerican.com, by the way. He, he'd wear a shirt that says, eat a dick on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, Jesus, yes, he, he was compassionate, empathetic, but he also had righteous anger. And mm -hmm. when he saw sin, he, he fought it. And I'm that Christian. Right. When I see something that isn't wrong, I speak out against it. I don't turn the other cheek and pray to God and make it go away. God needs warriors. He doesn't yeah. need passive prayer for old guys that just sit there. They pray, but they don't do any sh sh do anything. And that that's my that's my gripe. No, I mean, I mean, you're. It's funny because I obviously you know just being in this movement, being head first in it, being great friends with you, Larry Johnson, countless others, my whole entire family who's extremely Christian and you know really you know has read the Bible and quotes verses and stuff. For me. Everyone always looks at me like, well, where do you stand? You know, like sniffing around like a fucking dog who doesn't know where I come from, because I try to explain to people, listen, I, I don't conform to a necessarily organized religion yet. Um, it's not something I'd be opposed to. I just don't like groups. Right. At all. Ever. Right. But I when I mean, we spoke about this, I believe, on the last pod we were on that I talk to God. I have my own relationship with God. It works for me. Right. And I feel like this summer and something again over the last month. I'm starting to be weaponized again. Like I feel it when it comes in. I felt like I needed a break for a few months. I felt like yeah. I needed to step out and see what the fuck was real and what's not. It didn't diminish my relationship with God. I just am a little more like, I don't know what God is and what this whole thing is and what's going on, but I know he's there and I know there's something working within me. And I know we have conversations, like I said, like it's more like a, a football huddle than you know anything else. Like I'm cursing, going, why are you doing this to me? What the fuck do you need me to do next? You know, but it's my thing. And it's okay for everyone to have their thing, but I feel that coming again. I feel yeah. that we are about to be weaponized. People like myself, you, Larry, uh, Crystal, and everyone else. And when I when we all talk, we're all coming back together again. It's like 2020 all over again when we started forming that Voltron, you know, and saying, all yeah. right, we're, but this time, it ain't about waking people up. This time, it's about getting the fuck up.
right? Like right. it's about getting yeah. the fuck out of bed. And, you know, it's just good to have those soldiers here with us. And, you know, we learned who, who also isn't part of our army, right? We yeah, have to cut some yeah, people we, out. Yeah, we're no longer really trying to wake up anybody. We're not trying to wake up the sheep. We're trying to wake up the lions, right? Yeah. Um, um, you know, because Satan uses uh, people for his agenda. This is a this is a satanic world. He'll use people to get his agenda, but God uses people too. Mm-hmm. So, right? And God in the Bible didn't always use the most wholesome person. He he hung out with sinners. He used the most fucked up people and transformed them for the greater good to to expand his kingdom. He does that with people today. We're both fucked up, right? Oh, yeah. Everybody listening to this show is fucked up. Nobody on the screen, <laughs> right? So, um, you know, I, I'm I'm a proud, godly man who still lives in a fallen world. So I will, I mean, you have all these people, these hypocritical Christians saying, Aubrey, please take believer out of your bio. You cuss too much. You're offensive. You demean women. You're such a piece of shit. You're not a Christian. You're the person out there on the sign you know, baby killer, you're right, going to burn yeah. in hell, right? And and when if you're a non-Christian, you're driving by, you see that, and that's what you think Christianity is. You got to right. be on the street condemning people. Honestly, it's people. why I'm not there. Right. I wouldn't want to be a Christian. That's why right? I haven't conformed, per se, <laughs> right. because there's too many fucking Christian cocks yeah. that I see running around like that. Or or, or you're, if, you're, if you're a non-Christian, you get invited to a church. And you go into a church and you and you're a man, especially, and you're sitting there and the music they're playing and the message of this soft, feminine preacher up there, prosperity gospel, all this shit that's not biblical. You're like, and then you have to give them a hundred bucks in the, yeah. in the money change. You know, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? It yeah. doesn't feel right. It feels right. like even humanity's fucked up religion. It doesn't have to be in a building. Like right. for, I, I hate going to church because the music, to be quite honest with you, it doesn't touch me. I right. feel like it's church has been the majority of their followers in the church today is females. So they have to, they have to make sure. And older. Make, yeah. And older, make sure they bring right. that, that group in because that's where all the money is. Right. And so they play the soft, effeminate music and it's not really, you're not going to get a lot of alpha male lions in no. there that want, that want to be a part of it. So, you know, that's, that's the problem I think with uh, the church, why it's going. So I'm with today. you. You know, I mean, my whole thing, I was raised Catholic. Right. So when I started digging into the Catholic Church, um, I tie everything down to the Vatican. Right. Like I could bring it all the way. Right. Motherfucker, whether it's the snake mouth that the Pope speaks out of or the pedophilia or, you know, all of it. So that was for me. I was like, all right, take a step back. But sometimes you got to take a step back to be able to work your way back in and see through a lot of the evil that's there. But speaking of that, I want to get over to this topic here with what's been going on with the Olympics and all this right now, right? Like this is a hot topic, me and you, everyone's waiting to hear what fucking me and you are going to say about this. We've been tweeting about it. Uh, For those people that don't know, if you've been living under a fucking rock, um, there's a bunch of um, mostly African-American talented young females, right? Which they're using, right? The the evil uh, overlords are using the Serena Williams, who's now getting a little up there in age, but they found new Serena Williams in uh, Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, right? And then you got fucking that you know, dirty dyke, Megan Rapinoe or whatever the fuck her name is. But, you know, they're using these young, black, sweet, innocent, lovable, super insanely talented African-American women. And in my opinion, they basically brought them in. They Britney Spears the shit out of them, like fucked them all types of ways. And now they're having the Serena Williams mental breakdowns, except they're having it in their prime and early. 
Naomi Osaka dropped out of the French Open, <clears throat> crying openly on a court 15 times, is afraid to talk to reporters, but will jump in front of a mic for BLM. And then you have Simone Biles, who literally just fucking quit in the middle of the Olympics because she got the fucking yips. And people want to applaud these girls right now, Aubrey, for their bravery. So as two men who've been in athletics their whole lives, you at a higher level than myself, obviously. Um, Please talk to me about how you feel about uh, applauding young Simone Biles for quitting the Olympics. Well, you know, I, I have I got to be honest with you here. I don't think you're going to get the answer you expected from me on this. Um, <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I'll give it then. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's outside looking in. You've never played pro sports. Uh, you look at that like, wow, what a quitter. What the fuck? Right mm -hmm. now. I look at it as, okay, this girl has probably worked her whole life to get to where she was. Um, obviously, nobody can even imagine the dedication, the hard work, the grind, and the pressure to, to get that. Oh, my gosh. And <clears throat> it's not like you can go out there and do what she's doing every day. You have a chance day after day. This is a once-in-a-lifetime type of thing, right? It only comes around so much. So the pressure of that, that moment, you knowing you've worked your whole life to get there, and then... <clears throat> It's, it's basically it's just a mental breakdown mm -hmm. and i think the pressure got too much to her. and as a guy who did the same fucking thing to his team in 2012 <clears throat> i don't know if you know but 2012 i had a complete anxiety attack at three in the morning in new york mm -hmm. um went, woke up it was mid-season last year of my career mind you went to go take a piss and Came back to my bed, and all of a sudden, my body gets fucking ice cold, yet I'm sweating. The walls, I just felt like they were coming in on me. Um, I go to the window to try and open it up. I see the whole big New York City skyline. I'm like, holy fuck. And I just lost it, dude. Rapid heartbeat. I thought I was dying, dude. I had no fucking idea what was going on with me. In that moment, 3 a.m. in New York, we have a game the next day. And I'm with the Giants um, playing the Mets. And I pack my bag up at three in the morning, go to the airport in a cab, thinking I'm dying. I got to get to my family before right. I die. I'm losing. I'm shaking. I'm freaking out. I have no idea what's going on. Get on the plane, and I'm freaking out of the plane. The door slams shut. I'm, I'm white knuckling this fucker the right. whole time. I have no airs on me, no idea what's going on. I'm still at rapid heartbeat. Mm -hmm. As I'm starting to land in Tampa, I see the sun coming up. I'm like, and I'm calming down. I'm like, what the fuck just happened to me? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I just left my team middle of the night. Didn't even say anything to anybody. Mm -hmm. Drove to my house where my, my wife and kids were at the time. And, and my wife, was like, what the? What are you doing here? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And I called my trainers from Tampa. I told them what had happened. I, I claimed family emergency. Uh -huh. Okay, so we'll just come back tomorrow when you can. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Bochi understood. Thought something was going on. Uh -huh. That next morning, I'm packing my bag to go back to New York. And as I'm packing my bag, it starts happening again, just thinking of going back. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> lost it. Lost it. Freaked out. So I called my trainers. I told them what was going on. They're like, oh, interesting. So they sent me to uh, a doctor there in Tampa. And sure enough, you know, panic disorder, right? Anxiety, right? And so as soon as I hear that, I'm like, holy shit. So they pumped me full of like Xanax. I was a ghost the rest of that season. Right. The rest of that season, I was done. And I had no, I mean, it just happened like that. No history of it in my family, no nothing. It just happened. And it scared the fuck out of me. And my career was over from that moment on. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I went on the, the DL for like 60 days. I, Brandon Belt got my job and I retired that year. It was a, so I know exactly what she's going through, right? People that are in that, that world, I don't ever judge people that like have mental breakdowns because that oh. shit happened to anybody and it's fucking scary. I'll counter that by saying she didn't. Um, so, so, and, and this is the fun part. I, I didn't think we'd debate this. So this is good. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of, I dated a girl who had severe panic attacks. Um, obviously, you know, going to jail for a year and a half coming out with, you know, all types of fucking mental shit that goes on. I spent 60 days in a hole, uh, when I was in jail, uh, cause I was in the jail within the jail for fighting and no light, really no radio, no TV, no nothing. And, and I went nuts. Right. And I came out and I wasn't the same. I guess you can kind of look at it like an athlete when you stop playing baseball, right? Like you can't adjust to regular society. Like it's just, you're not whole, right? Right. right. So when I came out of there, I was like, things weren't right. Things never, you know, went back. So there's a lot of mental illness in my family. There's a lot of mental health issues uh, around me. I find it very interesting that the first time this girl has ever failed because she's been literally just the goat. She literally has the fucking goat sewn on the back of her outfit for this all of a sudden now for the first time we're hearing about mental illness and all that so i the thing that i hate i do believe mental illness is a real thing and i do think we baby it a little too much and don't take it serious enough depending on the individual because me and you've been fucked up our whole lives right and i i sent a tweet out today saying mental illness didn't just get invented five years ago our grandparents had it. Our parents had it. Anyone over 35 went through it. We just didn't get diagnosed. So we were just told fucking fight through it and suck it the fuck up. Right. That's life. That's life. Yeah. And that made us fucking tough. That made us who we are because no one gave us a pill. You know, my brother had a learning disability where, you know, he had a reading comprehension problem. We just called him a fucking idiot and told him to fucking do better. You know, yeah. like, no, yeah. which isn't right. I'm not saying that's the right thing, but it did toughen us the hell up. Right. So with her, I'm like 99.9% sure that she did not have a panic attack. She showed no signs of a panic attack. She was with her team laughing around, joking around shortly after that. I think she got the yips fucked up, wanted to quit because she's never failed before because she's a participation trophy millennial and didn't know how to deal with it. And next thing you know, she's dancing on the sideline. Aubrey Huff, when he got on that plane, wasn't dancing on the sideline three minutes later. No. No, that's that's a great point. That's yeah. A great, so, but but why? What what is the purpose of her doing that? What why would she quit on her team if she didn't really have a? Well, so here's the thing: she she has never had a poor performance. She went in there with the goat, like literally Baphomet head on her back, right? Like she went in there as the goat. All the pressure, which obviously she's a 24 year old girl. That's a lot for anyone to deal with. It was even more when she was 20, right? But now she's Simone fucking Biles, right? And she had a couple missteps, which she's never had on a major scene before. And I think she just weakly melted down. I don't think it was, you know, this crazy mental disorder. Cause at first people were like, did she hurt her ankle? Did she hurt her arm? If she had a fucking mental uh, d- breakdown on that, you would have seen it, right? Yeah. Like we would have known like, dude, wow, something's going on here. Like she's twitching and shaking, like something's wrong with her right now. But uh, it wasn't that she just fucked up. And then one, keep in mind, her two worst events were next. So that's the interesting part, that her best events she screwed up in, and her two weakest events were the ones that were coming up. And then she decided to step away, and now she stepped away from the singles competition, too, because she can't go in because of the heat. But the story changed three times on what happened to her. That you was know, it's, inter- it's, it's interesting, dude. Like, it, since all this woke 
progressive bullshit has been going on in all sports, Olympics, baseball, football, basketball, whatever. I haven't watched sports at all. I didn't even know who Simone Biles was. <laughs> I believe and, it. And, and t- until, until you told me we we're going to talk about her a little bit. <laughs> so I, so I, I Googled her this morning and I was like, holy fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah. Simone Biles. Okay. She's an Olympic athlete. There's about 330 million people talking about her right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I had, I had no fucking idea. Right. So that's how far away I am from pro sports. Right. Once you've lived that life, dude, and you've been in it and you've played it, you kind of step back away from it. You don't give a fuck anymore. I found and, that a lot. Like that's know, a I, lot of I, athletes, right? Absolutely. You just, it's, it's the pressure of it all, man. And, and when, when you go to a game, I hate watching it because I lived it for so long and it just, I love to play it. It's just a boring thing to watch. And there's so much pressure, so much mental shit that goes on with it. You just, you're so burned out. You're tired of the travel. Like I barely travel anymore because I'm sick of fucking planes. Right. Go, go, go. And so, yeah, I, I get the mental part of the breakdown. And um, yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. When I suffered from my mental breakdown, mm-hmm. I, 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 I was like, there's no way that I'm going to take a fucking pill the rest of my life. What's the root cause of this? What's going on? I'm a happy fucking guy. Right. I have everything in the world, all this money, all the fame. I, I, I'm retired. On, and why am I still depressed? Two years right. after I retired, I'm going through daily panic attacks. I am crying myself to sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Tommy, I had a fucking 357 Magnum to my head in 2014 in my closet, ready to blow my brains out with my kids in the next room. I was that low, so depressed. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I had no motivation. I had no drive. I didn't even want to fuck my wife. I couldn't even get a heart yeah. on it. Yeah. It was that fucking bad. That's how bad I was. And uh, so I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? I started talking to some friends about it because I, I, was, I was so desperate. I, and as an athlete, that was hard. Right. Because you don't want to show weakness. You, you right. don't want to show weakness, no emotion. And like right. I'm breaking down to my friends. Like, right. <laughs> I'm crying in movies I shouldn't even be crying in. Yeah, that, like, I went through a phase with that. Where, like, yeah. why, why am I crying? What the fuck? Yeah. You're fucking yourself yeah. up for you're thinking about your fucked up. Look out. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's, a, it's a fucking loop from hell. Right. And so my buddy's like, dude, you sound like, have you ever had your testosterone levels checked? Now, this is a big dude, Jack motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, no. He goes, here's my doctor. Go get him checked. Mm-hmm. I go get my testosterone levels checked. The doctor goes, Aubrey, well, you have a testosterone level of 170. That is the testosterone level of an 85-year-old man. Wow. And I go, really? He goes, have you taken steroids in your career? I'm like, fuck no, never. Yeah. And he goes, have you taken any kind of... Uh, performance enhancing like mental i took adderall for three years and i abused it quite heavily he goes yeah that's what did it yeah it destroyed my my uh my endorphins in my brain uh, mm. whatever you call them yeah and uh, that got me pretty much to where my testosterone was destroyed so he supplemented with testosterone within two weeks my heart on came back my energy came back my mm. motivation i'm like what the fuck so guys and i Check your testosterone levels. If That's, you're yeah. You know, and, and everything they're putting in our water, the food we're eating today, Fluoride, the soy, the fucking, yep. everything, all this shit is destroying men's testosterone. And that is part of the agenda as well. So if you're struggling and that's, you've tried everything, get that shit tested. There's a bad stigma going on, Tommy, right now with testosterone replacement therapy. You, it's, it's something that people are shaming out there. Fuck that. We need more testosterone. If you're if you're applauding fucking soy out there, 
instead of injecting people with this virus, let's inject right. people with testosterone. That'll change shit real quick. I mean, dude, I, I didn't even know that about you. And I'm, I'm, I've known you for a couple of years now and uh, I didn't know that story, but I, honestly, I'm going to get my check. I mean, it's, it, it is something that I'm not a medicine guy, right? Like I'm not, I don't do doctors. I don't do medicine. I don't do anything. But when it comes to getting checked out for shit and getting something fixed that needs to be fixed to make sense of why certain things may be happening, whether it's rage or whether it's emotional highs and lows or depression, anxiety. I mean, the, the mental health thing that's going on right now, um, I think part of the, and as someone who's been through it on an extreme level, and let me, how much time you got here, Aubrey? Like, I know you I got, got it. I got to get my kiddos at 11. So I got uh, 45 minutes. Okay, cool. So um, one of the things about the mental health debate that I think makes it tough for people like us is because, listen, we've all been through it, right? Like anxiety, depression, you know, maybe not to the depths of others, but we've all been through it. But at the same token, there's a balance between being a bad motherfucker and getting yourself checked out and seeing if you need it, right? So I think that's the line that's being blurred right now with kids where there ha you have to let kids fight through some of this stuff, right? Even if you're ADD, right? I'm ADHD as a motherfucker, but I refused all the Ritalin and Adderall and everything they wanted to give me back then because I didn't like what it made me. I lost myself. I lost my personality and became a zombie. So talk to me about how to kind of get these kids because you're a parent of, of two kids at adolescent ages. How do you, if you think something may be wrong, if you think they're ADD, if you think they're going through depression, but not to put them on the fucking pills and turn them into these pill popping betas. Yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, I've taken Adderall for three years of my baseball career. And I remember the first time I popped that fucking Adderall, bro. Like you just said, you don't even know who you are. Your personality is gone. Right. I, I went from Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde. I went right. from a guy who's like this country loving, God fearing, patriotic American to this wild rock star dying my hair blonde it's coke bl black earring yeah leather jackets i turned into this fucking I, it was like i don't know if you see that uh that movie with jim carrey where he's like really shy and then he turns into this fucking asshole uh, uh me me myself and irene me, myself and irene okay. yeah 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 right right i i had multiple personalities right i, I went out and i would do things married that i shouldn't be doing of course that i would never do it's cocaine it's uh, it's it, more extreme Absolutely. It, and it lasts longer. Yes, than cocaine, that's why. Right? So, so that's yeah. worse. And the, the, the sheer thought, looking back at it now, that this is what we're prescribing children. Right. That's fucking terrifying. If your kid struggles with ADHD or there's there's no way. I don't care. He's not. She's not getting that pill. No, no way. No. There's got to be there, there's got to be healthier ways. Now, I am no doctor. I don't know what that looks like, but. I just think it's being rambunctious. You're a kid, right? Let them grow through through these things. Like you said, we, we're so soft on this generation today. You know, participation trophies. Um, that, I, to me, <clears throat> that may be our biggest problem in today's society, besides the attack on masculinity, is the participation trophy generation. What are we seeing? And mind you, Tommy, shameless plug, that's my highest seller for my T-shirt. I have a T-shirt that says... It's in my opinion, trophies. the best. It's the one I used for the, for the cover of the show. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, but seriously, think about it. We started doing these tr participation trophies, what, 20, 30 years ago for this self-esteem movement to make kids feel special. 
And now what we're seeing is these kids are all grown up. They're playing in the big leagues. They're kneeling for the anthem. They don't have any cojones or balls to stand up for, even though I know they want to stand. We're seeing them in the streets, burning down shit, rioting and looting because they're victimized, right? They're, they're in the real world now. They realize they're not given free shit. They have to work for it. Right. And now they're pissed off, yeah. right? And now they're acting out. They're lashing out. We're seeing the result of that because of the participation trophies they were given when they were kids. That's our problem. And we need to get rid of that shit for sure. There's no, you're just like Ricky Bobby said, you're not first, you're fucking last. You're not first, right? you're last. That's yep. it. And that's, that's it. it. And to touch on the Adderall thing, because I want to hit on the participation trophy thing in a minute here. So on the Adderall tip, I, uh, I, I've talked fucking Opa. I fucking love cocaine and ecstasy and fucking mushrooms and sex and drugs and rock and roll. Right. Like the, yep. the reason why I think guys like me and you, Aubrey and LJ and, and a lot of others in this industry are, are ready to lead this movement because we already lived a good 200 years. Right. Like I'm already good. Like I've fucking fucked as many girls as I can. I've been good to as many people as I can. I've given back to my community. I've spoiled myself. I think everyone around me loves me, I think, unless they're fucking all lying. But I, I'm good. Like, I'm done. Like, there's not that much to accomplish outside of things that I would love. So so we're not afraid of anything, right? Like, we're, right. we're there. We're ready to fucking go. We're prepared to die for this. And we're prepared to take this to the wall. And I think that's important. But to go to the drug angle of it. So I never did a lot of blow. A uh, little bit. Ecstasy was my drug of choice because I was a DJ. I was a raver. I have myself tattooing myself, DJing on my arm. But so that was my thing. Like I would, I would play baseball. Like I was, I made the Villanova baseball team, Division One Big East baseball team. Meanwhile, at night, I'm going to fucking raves with a visor on and fucking you know UFO pants, right? So I had kind of <laughs> two lives, and the ecstasy definitely uh, kept me away from pursuing the baseball after that. But uh, but I'll tell you this. I have done every drug you can imagine at some point growing up. Never in my life have I had the superhero fucking high of Adderall. It is more extreme than cocaine. I have dated girls on Adderall. I know these people who are prescribed Adderall, and I tell them the same thing as someone who used a lot of drugs throughout his life. Um, that's a dangerous motherfucking drug. That is dangerous. And they're like, well, it's prescribed. I don't give a fuck. If I prescribe you heroin, it's still fucking heroin, right? Yep. Like, this is. There, that thing needs to be curbed. Do not give that shit to your kids. They go through withdrawals. They go through depressions. They go through emotional highs and lows. And I don't know about you, Albrecht, but a couple of times I did it. You almost go through like a blackout where like, I don't even remember parts of what the fuck happened the night before when I was. 1,000%. And, and the, the problem with Adderall is too, is like, once you take it, for me anyway, I didn't want to eat. I lost so much fucking weight. Um, I went from like 220 to like 205, but I was still performing on the baseball field. Matter right. of fact, I had the best year I ever had. Well, you're locked in. Yeah. And so yeah. like the ball looked this big, Yeah, but I couldn't fucking sleep. And what I found interesting was when I take an Adderall, my gosh, I wanted a cigarette and I never really was a smoker Yeah, and not, not just any cigarette, a fucking menthol. Uh, I could not, I would smoke a pack of menthols on an Adderall in a day right. while I played baseball in between innings. Just sucking one back. back the good know, old days, and, right? Behind, behind the dugout there right. where nobody sees me. And I couldn't sleep that night every time I'd take it. So I would pound it into submission with 12, 15 beers every night right. just so I'd pass out. Mm -hmm. Then I'd wake up with a hangover and I'm like, fuck, I got to play today. What do I do? Pop another Adderall. Boom, yeah. I'm back. Get back on the dragon. Like, yeah. Went like that for three fucking years. And then I wonder when I come out of it and I quit, I get 
anxiety and depression. I had ruined my brain for three years every fucking day. The ultimate high, you can't replicate that in real life. Yes. And so naturally, my testosterone levels were killed. My mind was gone. It's the most, it, honestly, you talk about cocaine. I've never taken cocaine. I've only done Adderall. If Weaker like, than Adderall. If I've done cocaine, I'd probably be dead right now or doing banging hookers in Mexico somewhere. Probably not. Okay. I've been yeah, one, one, one of the two. So, <laughs> Me and, you don't, me and you don't need hookers. We can just get the regular girls. Right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we don't need it's, to pay for it. <laughs> it's it's absolutely insane. Like, having been a guy that has taken Adderall, the kids are on this thing, man. And you're right. I think it's I think it's another agenda to um, to to weaken humans, especially young boys. Um, it's it's definitely a, it's big pharma, dude. It's, it's big pharma. It's the problem with it is that there is this, I mean, when they call it, you know, you called it the global agenda, right? The new world order, whatever the fuck you want to refer to it as. There is this fucking agenda that people don't understand how deep it goes. It goes to every angle of our society and guys like me, you're, uh, me, you, Larry, we could see it clearly because when you're looking for it, it's right fucking in front of you. You could, you mentioned yeah. it before. And it's one of the things that uh, Bitcoin, I'm a Wall Street guy, worked on Wall Street forever, made you know tons of money on cryptocurrency, stocks, you name it, everything. And everyone's like, well, Bitcoin is the Patriot currency. I'm like, are you fucking retarded? I'm like, no, it isn't. Gold is the Patriot currency. <laughs> like crypto is literally, it's internet fake money and they control the fucking internet. So they're trying to make one currency where, I mean, imagine we all took all of our money and all of our wealth, and instead of having it in real estate and houses and gold bars and silver coins and guns and ammo, which is probably the most valuable currency right now, imagine we all took it and put it online. And then they flipped a switch. And then all of a sudden, our money's gone. Like, I think that's their agenda with the crypto. So I just fucked up the recording for anyone here. If you see a little edit there, we're back. Um, so we were talking about Bitcoin here, Aubrey, where the... I think this global agenda I was saying is bigger than people realize. It's everything and everyone, right? We were just talking. And the Patriot currency is bullshit. It's not the Patriot currency. It's the cabal currency, in my opinion. And this is kind of controversial amongst people. But um, I think the thing about Bitcoin is they're trying to funnel everyone into this imaginary internet currency, keep people away from gold, real estate, guns, ammo, all the things that we would compile to have wealth and protection. And they're trying to get everyone to put all their money into crypto kitties and fucking anime punks and all this dumb shit. And there's money to be made in it. I've made a lot of money in it, but I get in and get the fuck out and put my money back in fucking oil. Like, cause it's going to hundred dollars a barrel. Cause Biden's going to fucking drive it up. So, right. so <laughs> I, I do go and use it to make money, but at the same token, people have to understand if the cabal controls the internet, which we know, We've experienced it firsthand. You've been stuck at your follower account for a year. I've been whitewashed from the fucking internet. So we know they control the internet. We know they control big tech. We know Elon Musk and Mark Cuban are two of the people behind us who started it, who are known fucking Elon Musk is just a batshit weirdo. And Mark Cuban hates Trump more than anybody. So why would we think that putting our money and our wealth onto the internet, because you talked about eliminating the alpha male. Right. That's what they need to do. They need to eliminate strong men. They need to eliminate people who hold guns. Well, what's another thing that can weaken us if we lose our wealth? Why are me and you more powerful? And, and you probably have more money than me, but we both have seven figures in our retirement accounts and, and we live a comfortable life. But if they take all my money away, I don't have that don't give a fuck mentality. If I'm broke and can't pay my rent, can't pay my mortgage, 
So what happens if they get us to put all our money on the fucking internet and then all of a sudden they just fucking flip a switch and it's gone. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and, and I'll kick to you right now because everyone <laughs> goes, well, can't they do that in the stock market? Well, they can technically. And that's why you should own precious metals and real bury your gold and, and have real commodities like homes and gold and shit like that. But that money's FDIC insured. So you're insured if you lost your bank account, if you lost, you know, your stock money is insured on different levels. This is not even insured at all. So if that shit disappears or gets hacked, and we've seen a million hacks, you're fucking assed out. So I think Bitcoin is part of the fucking cabal plan. You know, I, I, when Bitcoin first came out, it's like the big thing, right? Bitcoin or, or buy the Bitcoin machines. All the, And I had a buddy who was like showing me huge amounts of cash. Look what I'm making, right? I'm like, oh, interesting. I was, I was, it was very compelling. And <clears throat> I realized that he was just bullshit. He had taken out a lot of money out of his account. Mm-hmm. Made it look like he was winning. They never show you the losses, right? They, they yeah. never show you a lot. They never they, show they, you when they bought the dip and it never came to, back. To try to get me under him to buy more Bitcoin machines right. under him, like a network marketing scheme, right? right? And I'm like, yeah, eh. right out of the gate, I was kind of weird. This is right. weird. Then another guy who's a teacher who didn't have a lot of money, he's like, dude, this Bitcoin thing, I, I got into it and I've made like seven grand in a week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Yeah. And I heard back from him like a couple weeks later, he goes, you know, that seven grand, man. I've been trying to get it out, but they won't let me get the cash yeah. out. It's, it's just, it's just paper. It's not real. I'm like, what's, what's the point? He goes, I don't know. Uh-huh. To this to this day, he never got any of that money. So I've never trusted the Bitcoin thing. I and I got friends saying they're making a killing. I don't get it. Uh-huh. it and every week you see this, and then yeah. it's just, it's too up and down for me. I'm into things real, like you, like I invest in gold. I right now a lot of silver. Um, and I think that's oil. the do- <clears throat> yeah the, the dollar, like you said, it's going to shit. Our, our the, the American dollar under Biden, which it's right now with what's happening, it's going to be absolutely worthless. Yeah, they're trying to destroy it. Right, right, one thousand percent, and that's what they want, <clears throat> so they can bring in their one world currency. We all have that whole. It's just written all over the wall. I mean, it couldn't be more obvious. I mean, you just connect the dots. People are too stupid to see it. And look what they're doing. I mean, what are they doing, Aubrey, in every area of life? They're trying to get rid of guys like me and you, guys that have been to jail, own guns, fucking say fuck the world. And they're trying to bring in the nerd culture, right? So the only white males that are accepted right now are the ones with fucking cat avatars and dog avatars on the fucking internet with pimples (laughs) all over their face, eating Hot Pockets in their mom's face. With with their gender neutral pronouns. Yeah, with their fucking he, him, her, suck a dick, fucking smash this. But, you know, what's the best way to do that? Well, we... Think about what these guys and I see a lot of people I thought were alphas who are now cha- you, you don't see it probably as much because you're not in that Bitcoin world, but they're changing their profiles to these weird little monkeys and weird little crypto kitties and crypto punks. And they're these little like, you know, 16 bit digital avatars and feminizing their whole entire profile. So when I see what this is leading to and where this is going, people are buying kitties and punks. And then we have the sex. Um, forcing on everyone, right? They're trying, Larry Johnson said it on the last podcast. He said, they're trying to get to a point where we're fucking animals and it's okay, right? They want everyone naked, fucking each other in the street, boys, fucking girls, guys, fucking dogs. And when you look at it, most of the biggest cryptocurrencies that have taken off are called cum rocket and ass and milf and tits. I mean, what my boy, Evan, who actually produces my sports pods, Aubrey, uh, brilliant kid, fucking awesome kid. I brought him on. He does the cash daddies pod that can be uh currency pod that I do with Sam Tripoli and them. He made, he turned $2,000 or $1,500 into 43,000 as a 22 year old kid 
in a month going from cum rocket to ass to MILF to pubes. That was his run. He bought cum rocket and then sold like, and I'm like, what? Like, but they're trying to bring in the sexualization, the porn, the anime, the digital characters, the feminization. It all ties into crypto and Snapchat and Instagram and all this other stuff. I mean, try and put a fucking GIF on your account, Aubrey. If you want to write like a cool emoji or a cool GIF, it's all beta bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at the, uh, <laughs> it came out a couple of weeks ago. The new, um, the, the, I guess what you had, the emoji of the guy pregnant. that's the pregnant guy. Like, out here. I, it is impossible for a man to be pregnant, right? They're normalizing this to make it look like, yeah, it's it's so sinister and it's so, and and what's so funny about it all is we are, we are bowing knee to a very small percentage of the population. There is under one percent of people who really believe this garbage, right? right? But they're the ones that are getting the voice. They're the loudest, and they're crying, and they're getting their way. When ninety nine point five percent of the rest of the country doesn't believe these things. Right. But yet we're just waiting back, sitting there, being quiet, not doing anything, thinking it's going to go away. And what do they do? They continue to push the envelope. All right. Well, nobody fought back against this. (laughs) So let's see if we can do this. Well, people are still sitting back, not doing anything. Hey, let's see if we can get away with this. You know, we're going to cancel Aunt Jemima. We're going to cancel fucking the Cleveland Indians logo. And nobody's saying shit. Okay. What else can we cancel? They are winning because we aren't fighting back, right? And to our defense, guys like us, like you said, we do get censored, but there has to become a time where there's no more internet shit, right? We can't just talk on the internet. We can't tweet about it. We got to get out and start moving and seeing our faces and getting in the middle of the fight, so to speak. And Or else they're going to keep on pushing this propaganda on us, right? Yeah, you're right. The next thing it'll it'll be, it'll be... uh, you know, men, you got the men emoji, then you're going to have some pregnant alien emoji, right? You know, who knows? Fuck. Uh, it's, it's, it's insane. It's batshit crazy, the world. And it's scary bringing kids into this world. Sometimes I think to myself, you know, it's like, I got my two boys are 12 and 10 and I shit you not, man. Everything I do right now, this passion I have to fucking, so to speak, make America normal Mm -hmm. and get back to the old school America is for my boys. Right. To me, if if I didn't have my boys, I'd be down by the river, fat as fuck, drinking whiskey, watching the world burn, not giving yep. a fuck. Yeah. Right. But because I have them, I keep myself in shape, ready to fight for what's coming, because I think that's what they want to. They want to dumb down men, um, get them weak, out of the gym, um, drugged out, boozed right. out, unhealthy, soyed out, so they can't fight. Get ready. Ladies and gentlemen, for what's get your house in order because something something nasty is coming. I do this to stay fit, so I can protect my boys. Yeah, right? and 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 I think that's critical. What you just said there, as far as uh, that whole uh, you know thing that ran through the the Q movement, the patriots, right? P A Y triots, where they started to try and uh, demonize people who were trying to make a living and trying to you know profit off the movement. And no, it's not that motherfucker first of all uh this man you're sitting with here right here was making you know millions and millions of dollars a year and you know i was i owned a 10 million dollar fantasy sports and gambling company as recently as two years ago that i walked away from 
right? You don't have that base cabal income anymore, but you still have the same lifestyle. You still have a bigger mortgage than everyone else, a nicer car, uh, probably a second home. You want your kids to live a better life. So the capitalism at its core is to continue to achieve financial growth and success. And yep. anyone who is against that is a liberal cuck, even if they're masquerading as a Trump supporter. So if you can turn and help people in the process, but monetize your passion, that's what the goal for everyone is in life. That's what you did with baseball. You had a great skill set and you grew up in a fucking trailer with a murdered father and fucking all the negatives, no fucking white privilege that everyone claims of you. And you said, my passion is baseball. This is what I'm good at. I'm going to be a World Series champion and I'm going to take this as far as I could go. And when you realize the run was over, you didn't have a choice. You know, baseball ends you. You don't end baseball. No right. Way, right. And we all hit that run. I got in the Wall Street because I grew up without a father and went to jail and did all that. And I said, you know what? I don't want to work on Wall Street. I don't want to work with these evil fucking people trying to do all this dirty shit. And I got into, you know, radio shows and fantasy sports and gambling and made millions doing that. So if I choose to pursue and use my platform to one, sell my betting product, which is the best in the industry, and sell merch for what we're doing here that people want to buy. And we're not forcing anyone to buy our fucking shirts, but you also have to use your platform to monetize your life and to keep yourself whole and powerful. And anyone who's against it, oh, Aubrey Huff now does his his shirts around. Yeah, it's his fucking business. Yeah, That's what he should be fucking doing. He should be using his fucking platform to promote the shirts. If you don't want to fucking buy them, ignore those fucking tweets. Right, like, right. What's wrong with it? That, that, that's, that's way, exactly AlphaAmerican.com. Right. Get the fuck over there right now. Yeah, it's it's funny. All my haters are like, oh, Aubrey Huff is he's he's promoting Chinese made T-shirts. Alimony must be due this month, or as they tweet yeah, from a yeah, Chinese right, made phone. Right, right. Uh, you know the the fact that you know, yes, my haters, their biggest thing is like, you made all these millions, must be broke. No, motherfucker. I don't want to sit, get fat and be a lazy fuck the rest of my life. I want to see if I can create something else. Yeah. I don't I don't want to rest on my morals. I want my boys to say that not only was my dad a major league baseball champion, made a lot of money. Fuck, he was a multi-million entrepreneur, entrepreneur as well. He's a, well, he wasn't just one dimensional, go Fox News and talk about baseball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want to challenge myself. I want to see what I can do in this life. I don't want to sit on my ass the rest of my life, drink martinis, and enjoy the high life. That's not how my brain is wired. I yeah. want to see who I can become, what I can do. This is the motivational Aubrey Huff coming out right now, right? Like, I, I grew up in a double white trailer, seeing a mom who struggled with three jobs to raise two kids. And I don't want that life for my boys. They're going to understand how to, I'm not giving them shit. They matter right. of fact. They fold all these shirts for me, right? <laughs> and they and, should. And, and they and I and I pay them a wage, right? right? Yeah, I'm teaching, exactly. I'm teaching, teaching them. Hey, if you work, you get paid. If you don't, you won't, right? Yeah. I I don't buy them. I, I'm not going to buy them a brand new fucking fully loaded Lexus when they turn. They're going to get my rundown truck yeah. with a hundred thousand miles. Work for it, and they're going to get a summer job. Yep. These the, these. People that think that just because you've been successful at something, you should give up on life and die. I Listen, the majority of people, there's an actual scientific study out there. They say that I think like 80% of people die within five years of retiring. Mm -hmm. Certainly sounds pretty real to me because when I retired from baseball, I had a gun to my head within two years. Yeah. Right? So listen, that, that, 
if you don't have that passion, if you don't have something every day you're working for, then you might as well be dead. And that's why all these haters, I love drinking their tears because I know yeah. when they post, when they comment shit like that, I know how miserable they really are yeah. because they have nothing going. Nothing. And, and LJ said it in the last <laughs> episode. Um, also, for any of you guys who don't know who Larry Johnson is, I know you do, Aubrey. Um, was, you know, like you were number seven in MVP voting on the World Series year. He was the number one running back in the NFL for a three-year period, right? Like, you know, we're talking like the last two, but like elite athletes to both of you. And he said the same thing. He said in life, he said something that hit home so hard. He goes, I need a fucking enemy. He's like, I, yes, need an enemy. Yes. I need something to fight against. It's in my blood. And although I didn't make it to the athletic level you guys did, I did bat 407 in high school, though, Aubrey. Ooh, that a baby. Yeah. but um, Beat me. But, I only hit 300 in high school. <laughs> <laughs> you probably had a lot more home runs than I did. But, but the thing for me is it's like, not only do I need an enemy, okay? I need something to fight against. And like, like LJ said, it's not trolls. It's not hated. I fight up. I don't yeah. fight down. I don't, I, you know, winners focus on winning. Losers focus on winners, right? Like, I don't focus on those motherfuckers. I'm fighting something bigger than you are. That you are also we're fighting, we're going after the cabal. Like I went yeah. head first to Chrissy fucking Teigen. You know, yeah. like I'm I'm diving into the head of the storm, Kamikaze G, trying to take out the fucking infrastructure for those that do have kids. Since I don't, and I could do that. But not only do we need an enemy, we need a challenge. That's yes. how you get successful. You need something to motivate you. I love starting over again. I loved walking away from my ten million dollar company, telling my uh, liberal hedge fund investor who came in, "Go fuck yourself. Keep the shares. I'm going to start from scratch." And getting three of my friends and making, you know, $500 on our first day and saying, all right, can we get this to a thousand and 10,000 and a million and, and growing it again? So, you know, the business side of it is very important. And I really think people forget, Aubrey, they'll sit there and suck the my pillow guy's dick. And listen, I don't care what anyone's take on Mike Lindell is. He could be the greatest guy in the world, could be the worst guy in the world. Tucker Carlson, all of them are fine. I'm indifferent, don't care. But Tucker Carlson's making $15 million a year. And no one has a problem with him making money, right? right? No one's asking him to speak for free. The My Pillow guys got Posobiec and everyone else posting, you know, Candace, Candace Owens, you know, Poso, Pozo promo code. My Pillow guys making a hundred million dollars a year. No one's got a problem with them. So I think what it is is they have a problem with you making a ton of money if you slightly stray from their talk track and what they believe. As yeah. long as you stay dead in line with what they want to hear. They don't care if you make tens of millions. But once you get a little controversial, you yeah. know, Tommy G and Aubrey Huff are fucking using us to fucking pay their mortgage because they're broke. You, you know, what's, you know, it's funny. It's like uh, about four years ago, you know, whenever Trump was elected, <clears throat> I wasn't very political whenever yeah. I played. I wasn't really either. Six years. No. Five, six years ago. And then I started noticing like how they treated Trump or how they treated Barack Obama and then Trump. And then I was like, whoa, this is yeah. really, really weird. Right. And what I found through the whole Trump presidency and what I've seen with Biden now is I think God used Donald Trump to kind of wake up the masses that both fucking parties are corrupt. Trojan horse. Yeah. It's a true. I, I used to be like, OK, I'm diehard Republican. Everything on the left is evil. Yeah. And I, I still believe that the left is evil. Right. But I also believe the, the right is evil. Right is evil, too. Now, yeah. now, so I used to think there's no harm, no foul over on the right. It's that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. They are just as evil. There's some good eggs, I'm sure, and they're right. trying to do good things. But vast majority of all Republican senators, you know, politicians on the left, they're all fucking crooked working for this. Mm -hmm. They get behind closed doors. Like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to fight today against this issue. And we're going to divide the people. Yep. Right. That That's the problem. And I learned that the hard way. Right. Um, and I think through Donald Trump, I learned that. Yeah. Um, because he wasn't part of the establishment. Right. So. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and right, you're right. If, if you deviate from that evil of those two together, they go against, they, they attack you. You get, from both, sides. Right. You yeah. get from both yeah, sides. Yeah, from both sides. Yeah, and, and I think that's where, you know, you. that's why I think my T-shirt company has been blowing up so quickly is because not only am I talking against the left, I'm talking out against the fucking Republicans too. Everyone. Right. I mean, that. did you see the crying senator guy from Illinois yesterday on TV? He was crying because of the insect. This, this guy served in the military. Insurrection or whatever the, the fuck. Insurrection. He was bawling on national television. It's all fucking bullshit. It's an act. I mean, I called that guy out. He's a Republican. Uh-huh. Like, what a puss, what a pussy. I right. mean, it's it's just all smoke and mirrors. It's a lie. It's all bullshit, man. I don't know when we got to the point, you know, for, for me, it was a little bit earlier than you because, you know, you were busy playing baseball and doing big time shit while I was fucking running around banging chicks. But for me, I got into politics a little bit earlier. Uh, but for me, it was Ron Paul, right? Like he was the guy. So he was like the Trump before the Trump, right? He was the guy in the middle who thought the Republicans were crazy and the Democrats were crazy when he was getting death threats. And so I was a Ron Paul revolutionary back, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago. And Trump is the first person I'd seen since him that actually did that. But I mean, that's important. The the beauty of what happened here, Aubrey, is that um, everyone turned on the left, right? And we formed this big army of people. And then you had little fractions within it. You had the you know uber religious who didn't want anyone cursing or talking about, who didn't want porn stars promoting you know the anti pedophilia thing because they're bad people, right? And then you had the Republicans. We were all Republicans, and then me, you, and a lot of people broke from the Republicans. So it started fractioning up, right? Which weakened us as as a movement because we all wanted the same thing. We just weren't different. We're all coming back together, is what I've noticed because everyone I think is starting to realize. All right, you know what? We divided ourselves, then they started wiping out a lot of the main people and shadow banning and doing all that. And now we don't have the power. So we're just going to have to accept each other. And, you know, maybe Tommy G doesn't go to church and maybe Aubrey Huff says fuck a lot. And maybe this porn star, you know, has an OnlyFans, but she's pushing the anti pedophilia. Maybe we need to just start accepting everyone as a whole. And I think we're ready for round two. I think 2020 was kind of our first run at everything, including me and you. You know, we didn't really know what was coming or what we're doing. We just knew it was working and we were going to keep firing. But uh, I think this time around, and it's great to see what you're doing coming up in uh, in San Diego. I'm excited to hear and I'll be pumping out and retweeting all the details on, you know, the the rally that you're going to be having. But I think more of this needs to come. And I think we're just getting to that precipice right now where everyone's ready to, as I say, form Voltron. And it's time to take what we learned in 2020, lock the fuck back up and, and get ready to... Uh, Get ready to go in through a spiritual and physical civil war that's about to come. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that you hit the nail on the head to wrap this up a little bit, man. It's just like for me, um, the guys like us, man, it, it's, it, God, like I said, uses the, the most fucked up uh, people to advance his army, which right? is us, <laughs> which, is, which, which is us for sure. So, yeah, it's, it's what, it, like I said earlier in the show, though, man, what a fucking time to be alive. It's, it exci- it's exciting. You, I, and for those out there that are afraid, don't be, you know, um, get just but but do get organized. Have a plan. Um, like for me, I'm, I, I have a lot of food stored for for anything that should happen. If there was an EMP attack, if there was a nuclear strike, whatever, you know, I may die in it. 
but I may there may be as these vaccines may make people zombies, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I, I, where we have to, to fight the, the Walking Dead literally I happening. See before. it literally. Right. We're probably right. about like three years away from that. <laughs> if, if that were to happen, I'm good to go. I'm right. ammoed up. I yeah. have first aid out the ass. I've uh-huh. got camping supplies. I got food, dry food stored for up to like two years. Uh-huh. I'm ready to go. Right. My, I've got water filtration systems. I have everything I need to survive for quite a long time. So my, and my it's funny, my ex, my ex-wife used to say, you are crazy for getting all this shit. Cause I, mm-hmm. I started getting all this stuff like five, six years ago. Right. And we, you know, got divorced four years ago. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, during 2020, when all the riots and looting and shit, she texted me, Hey, do you still have all that? Um, Get any of those cans. Know, yeah, yeah. Not for you, I don't. Get any corn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You lost that chance, bitch. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. But but no, but I, I I think that's important. And to wrap this up, um, it is one thing that you know I was just talking to a couple of people about literally the other day. I was like, I have uh precious metals buried in places where my mom doesn't even know where it is, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and it's important. We all know about the guns and ammo, obviously. But I think people need to think, you know, I, I feel like that's something that everyone should have already been doing or be doing right now, you know, stocking up on, you know, canned food, guns, ammo. Uh, but more than that, it is really your wealth, right? Like you really want to make sure that you take a large portion of that money, put it into something tangible, um, not a house that you have a mortgage on because they're going to fucking take that if they want it, if yeah. the government takes control, but get some coins, gold, silver, even if you just compile it little by little, bury it, don't put it in a bank, like, you know, do the right thing, act like a fucking crazy person for, you know, a couple months, and you'll thank your, you know, crazy self later when, uh, when you see what the fuck comes. But Aubrey, alphaamerican.com. Those shirts are fucking awesome. I'm not I I text you immediately when I first saw it and said, yo, I didn't know what to expect. These are fucking fire. (laughs) So I the same way you said coming on after LJ, you know, me dropping my conspiracy merch, which is more funny and, you know, like, you know, red pill alien shit. But uh, after you doing yours is not fun. So uh, so I have to try and live up to your standard going forward. But Alpha I'll, give you, I'll, give, I'll, I'll give you some good tips. Uh-huh. Oh, no, I, saw, uh, I, I thought you were going to do it now. It's like, don't tell. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Just to me privately. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 we don't exactly. need more competition. But uh, make sure you guys get to alphaamerican.com. Go buy up the merch from Aubrey Huff. Uh, also follow him on Instagram at Huff Daddy H U F Daddy D A D D Y, which all the ladies call him seventy six. So Huff Daddy seventy six, and on Twitter Aubrey A U B R E Y underscore Huff. You'll probably see it at the bottom here. We're gonna have the little fucking thing uh, on Twitter. So uh, Aubrey, we hope you stay alive on social media um, and in real <laughs> life. Too, but uh, but keep it up, brother. We're going to do this more often. So hopefully every time something big pops off, maybe we could pop on here for a couple minutes and uh, and shoot the shit. But I love you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, it's been an honor to be your friend and watch you go through this journey. And just don't ever fucking change, bro. Stay exactly how the fuck you are and keep killing it. And uh, we will be fighting on the same side one day soon. And, and I look forward to it. It's been a pleasure being on, Tommy. Thanks for uh, having me on, bud. All right. Thank you to Aubrey Huff. Uh, for coming on and just spitting the usual flame again you guys see it on the on the lower third uh make sure you follow him on instagram on twitter at huff daddy 76 on instagram and at aubrey underscore huff on twitter also make sure to follow my accounts i'm tommy g returns everywhere now so uh i have link trees whatever the fuck that thing is um in my bio it's actually pretty dope if you don't have it 
Um, but it has all the links to everything. So if you need to just go to my Instagram, Tommy G returns, click the link tree and you'll see the YouTube page. You'll see, you know, all the stuff as we develop new sites, I have a new site coming that, uh, you probably have an idea what we're doing, but I got some, I got another, another new site coming that you guys are going to like a lot. So, uh, you'll see it pop up in a link tree. So just follow that, follow all the accounts, but subscribe to this motherfucking thing here, wherever the fuck it is. I don't know how YouTube works. I can't even get the cameras right. Like I I'm fucking looking up here. Because when you put the camera down here, you look fucking fat. That's what the girls told me. You're going to keep the camera at an angle, right? Like above your eyes. So I'm fucking talking to Aubrey. I probably look like I'm looking down like this, but this is where I see him here. And now I'm talking to you up here. So I don't fucking know what I'm doing. I do know I did a pretty good job, but that line's pretty crisp. That's not a bad job by me. But um, so yeah, so subscribe down here at this fucking thing. Uh, we're going to have other YouTube channels coming too. I have a Tommy G YouTube channel. I haven't done anything with it yet. It's just got the video. If any of you guys want to see me at 24 years old, uh, banging a playmate on a boat in a dating show, go there. Just search Tommy G. It's awesome. It's great. I fucking kill it. You'll see me before I got fucking old and shitty looking. But uh, so, so yeah, we're going to have that. And then we're going to have the, uh, the betting YouTube page, which we'll be launching shortly too. So we're going to have a bunch and, and I want to do a lot more stuff. I said it in the intro, uh, really going to expand this. Uh, you heard me and Aubrey talking about it a little bit, really want to expand the reach here, start to get on multiple platforms, start to do more video, uh, was balls deep in this shit in 2020. As you guys know, um, I went head first into this, gave up my business for this, went flying in and then, uh, you know, we, we all got flipped a little upside down, I guess, around election time, right? Like shit got a little sideways. I even, you know, spent the whole summer talking about, you know, the Q people are a little crazy. I don't know. And then I even fell down the, hey, maybe they're going to assassinate Biden and all kinds of fucking nuts shit. Uh, I got a phone call from Bernie Carrick's son who was feeding me information on the election, right? And, and you just get fucking spun in a tornado. And I know it wasn't just me because we all stepped away for a minute at times at a per certain time. And I just needed to kind of recoup and, and get my head right. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the hate that really bothered me the most was the hate that was coming from within. Just the trolls from within. I had people telling me that my fucking dad was a police chief in fucking New York City. My dad was making fucking pastrami sandwiches in Florida last time I heard. I didn't talk to him in 30 years. But, you know, then I heard I was married because uh, they said, why would someone who has so much money live in an apartment? It's like, because I move like every fucking six to eight months. I like being mobile. And I think buying a house is the dumbest fucking investment you could physically ever make in your entire life, unless you have kids. So, and I'll do a whole uh, stay cash and uh, show on that. Like, I want to start educating you guys on the financial side of things too. And why I think buying a house is fucking retarded if you don't have a family. Um, but we'll, we'll get into all that. But I was told that I was married and the reason I was doing Tommy G after darks was because I had an apartment that I would go to so that I could whore around behind my wife's back. So that was another one. Um, I was in the cabal. Uh, I was a Freemason, uh, you name it. So shit got sideways, right? And I started to look at these people and go, yo, you people are fucking batshit, okay? You people are fucking crazy. And you'll probably hear me do this rant again at some point. So I just kind of fucking stepped away and said, let me just fucking recenter here. And, and figure out what I want to do, what I want to talk about, who I want to talk to. I don't want to talk fucking politics. I mean, I, I love Donald Trump, but I don't want to talk fucking Trump. I want to talk Biden. I want to talk about things that are affecting our life. That's what got me into this to start. What got me into this to begin with was fighting pedophilia and attacking the cabal and stopping the sex trafficking and that. And we got away from that down this, this Q rabbit hole. Um, some of it good, some of it true, some of it retarded. But I want to get back to what brought me here. 
right? Like I wasn't enjoying this. I didn't feel like we were doing anything or accomplishing anything. Uh, so I, I want to get this moving back forward and I want to get it the way that I want to do it. And I think I needed to go through a little bit of that to, to find out where I want to go with this. And I also want to run my gambling company and my fantasy company and make a living. And I want to make t-shirts and they're going to be fucking awesome. And they're going to be cool. And I want to wear them. I'm making shit. I want to wear, um, they're fire. And I want to do, you know, controversial shit. And then I want to do some fun shit. And then I want to do some happy shit and not be all doom and gloom and death and fucking kills. And I want to have fucking awesome guests and of any area and every ilk. So uh, there's a lot I want to do with this. And I'm finally doing it this year, along with really leading this charge to stop what the fuck is going on in this world right now. That is my main focus. We need to stop what the fuck's going on. And we need to really start finding the other wolves. Uh, everyone else calls them lions. I call them wolves. So we need to find the wolves and and start really getting together and those people that fell off sorry you know this ride ain't for everybody but uh, i think you guys are really going to enjoy what's about to come and you're going to see a lot more of my crew i mean you're seeing it already right i told you season three was going to be a little different and i think so far three weeks in we're following through with everything we said right dropped a podcast each week brought back the bod and bobby uh, who will be on again this isn't just going to be me and guests we're going to do stuff with bobby probably bobby more than the bod but the bot will be on you know occasionally too when he has time he's got a lot fucking going on but um you know we're going to also mix in the guests and you see the first few people i'm bringing in are, are my boys these are the people who jumped us off you know and larry johnson aubrey huff um talking with sam tripoli got some other awesome guests that are coming that you know i'll let you know as they arrive so hopefully you guys are seeing, trying to do whatever I can now that life's calmed down a little bit on the back end with the, with the betting company, that uh, really trying to follow through with this, get you guys a podcast every week for now. Maybe it'll be more at some point, but I really foresee this being um, once a week, no mercy, and then some two to five minute clips, highlights, uh, you know, little rants if I'm pissed off on a Saturday about something. Now that I have a production team that, that's starting next week, uh, this will be a little bit easier, you know, to do that kind of stuff and, you know, still gamble, still fucking bet, still make a ton of money. I've been doing that for 15 years. I'm not going to stop that. Don't get fucking mad at me if I'm promoting it. Uh, I, this is what I've done my whole life before you knew me in March of 2020. That's what I was fucking doing. I was promoting my betting company, my fantasy company on my Twitter and my Instagram. Um, and, and I was also doing conspiracy shit. So I'm not stopping that because you don't fucking like it. I'm also not going to stop making a living. I'm not going to stop earning and I'm not going to stop loving what I fucking do. Uh, I do well, I'm happy, and I'm going to keep doing it my fucking way. And if anyone's got a problem with it, you're more than likely to unfollow. Um, go right a fucking head. I really don't fucking care at this point. So I got caught up a little bit last year with doing, and, I, and this is every person who was in a position like I was in last year, doing everything for everyone else, right? Oh, they need content. I got to give it. They need a thread. I got to give it. They need this. I got to give it. They want more. They want me to say this. I need to no more I'm doing what I want to fucking do. And yes, I do want to write threads. I know you guys keep asking, but if I write a fucking thread, I'm gone. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to, I'm going to ease my way into it. There's a process here. Goal without a plan is a wish. So this process involves me easing my way back in, testing the water, see what they'll let me do. See what's going to get me banned. See what's going to get me out and see how I can navigate, uh, these rivers until uh, the new site comes out, which, uh, which you guys would be excited about where I could have a home that's, that's fairly safe. But um, I'm thinking about doing maybe a crypto thread or maybe uh, something that's kind of in the middle. That's not full bore fucking baby blood. And, you know, maybe it ties the financial a little bit with the conspiracy. So 
I'm working on it. It's it's coming, but hopefully you guys are enjoying what's going on so far. This is three for three, three episodes, three weeks. Um, you guys are you guys are doing great, like phenomenal. Like the support has been tremendous. I think we're breaking through a little bit. I mean, we were up in the hundreds of thousands of downloads uh, on iTunes and all that uh, in 2020. We got shadow banned. We got knocked down where we couldn't get a podcast above 20,000. It was insane. Like it was nuts. But we're breaking through a little bit. The uh, the one with Bobby got over 50. The one with Larry Johnson just got over 70. I think we're flirting with 80. And I'm sure this one will be the same, uh, if not more. So we're starting to break through. I noticed my Twitter, my Instagram was stuck at 26,700 for a year. And now they're letting me gain a little. So I don't know. Maybe it's a trap. You know, it's a trap. But maybe it's not. But either way, we're starting to, to get back out. So as uh, maybe letting some time go helped a little bit there. But I uh, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Subscribe, download, retweet. Get the fucking word out, dude. Get people to fucking see that we're here and, and support each other again. Like, let's get back to that. So, uh, you know, spread the word. Let, let everyone know we're here. And uh, I promise you guys, I'm going to keep doing as best I can within the constraints that I have in my personal life and my financial life to get you as much shit as I physically can, as consistent, as often as possible. And uh, you guys could feel free to troll, spread the love, uh, whatever it is. I don't care as long as, uh, as long as I'm hitting you some way. That's really all that matters, right? So I don't care if I piss you off or, or make you happy. Uh, as long as we're triggering a nerve there and feeling some emotions, that's, that's good for me. So uh, that's it. I don't even know what I just said. My chair's squeaking. I don't know which camera to look at. I'm, I'm fucking done. I'm out. So uh, get over to 4deepbets.com, number 4deepbets.com, and get over to alphaamerican.com, and subscribe to the YouTube, uh, and follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and anything else I do, just follow it, because I'm really good at this shit, and I'm fucking pretty funny, and that's all I got. Good luck. Stay questionable, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.